It's like IO panel brought to you by Audible. Audible.com. Over 180,000 books to choose from. Yay. Good? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Just the hell up, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to the IO panel. We're with you once again. Uh, my name's Evan. Nice to meet you if we haven't seen each other in a while or ever. James, how are you doing? What's up, man? I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, we're uh, back back in the saddle for a regular show. Uh, having a good time. Glad to be back. Back in the saddle again. A classic song by... Um. Fuck, Kenny Rogers? <laughs> Any other guesses? When in doubt, go to Kenny Rogers. Fair enough. Uh, no, I don't know. Well, let's move on. Mike, how you doing? Pretty good. Great to be back. Yep. Um, James, um, I don't blame you for not knowing who who that was. I wouldn't have known either. I just looked it up. It is apparently by Aerosmith. Correct. Ding, 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 ding. I wouldn't know that because I'm not an Aerosmith fan, I guess. I don't know. How <laughs> dare you? He's like, Steven Tyler is a saint. <laughs> <laughs> He's a national treasure. Actually, the original song was by Gene Autry. That doesn't matter. That's not in any of our lifetimes. Gene Autry. Oh, I feel like I should have known that. I feel like my whiteness should have made me um, know that. But that's too bad. It's genetic knowledge. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. Yeah. It could just stay back where it was. I just listened to like five seconds of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Gene. Let I hope it I hope your history dies with it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's uh dive right in. One article that I found interesting was a mention of a Chinese company called Ehang. And uh, they debuted a personal drone prototype uh, about eight, nine months ago. The Ehang 184. Uh, it's probably like Ehang, e- right? No, it's Ehang. I'm just emphasizing the Ang. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's it's capable of up to 62 miles an hour, they claim, for a 23-minute flight. Carrying a single passenger, um, I don't think it's going to be largemen approved. Unfortunately, mm. it's probably going to have a weight limit of like seventy kilos. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hundred fifty pound guy or something. Huh. Um, so they're they're going to move forward with uh, some test flights uh, in Nevada beginning very soon. Uh, it's too, too expensive. It's okay. So it's gonna. It's supposed to be between two and three hundred thousand dollars, which I think is actually a bargain. Okay, because so that can, that or a Cessna, dude. I get the fucking drone. Cessna, it's not a drone. Gotta, it's a little helicopter. It's not. It's a drone. Do you know why it's a drone? 
because you can't fly it. You mean someone else has to remotely fly it? Google Maps. Google Maps has to fly it? Yes. You get in, you put in your destination, and it flies you there. Oh, really? Yes. That is interesting. Just getting back to the price, you know how many cars out there cost a quarter of a million dollars? Not a lot. Well, there's a Russian helicopter by a company called Hella Whale in Russia. That's $120,000. Hella sweet, bro. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Okay, so, uh, eh, I don't know. Can you park it? I mean, it's a helicopter. Okay, so you can park it wherever the fuck you want, you mean? or Yeah, same as a drone. I mean, except, except obviously, you probably have to have a license to fly this. And I guarantee they're going to make a license to fly that thing. It's cool as shit. I mean... It's like what, the size of a smart car. Can't you wait till the first day one of those things freaking goes careening into a fucking building? Because some guy's like, I'm trying to drink coffee and fucking chat, fucking sext, and like fucking get the perfect nah, Snapchat. Nah, 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 nah. Well, I just said that. You you can't fly it. It it's flies automated. you. Oh, it forks you. Yeah. In Soviet <laughs> Russia. Yeah. Yeah, road forks you. Um, yeah, so- except this is, in, this is in China with the E-Hang. E-Hang. Yeah. Too much money. They got to bring it down. Well, this is, you know, first launch. So, literally and figuratively. Like, like everything from China, if you buy more than like 100, you get like a fucking good discount. So, basically, it's a little helicopter that you can get in. But it's autopilot only. Correct. With a 23-mile range. So Hmm. you're not going to use this to be like, I need to land on my company's helipad because I guess you'd have to go to the helipad and get the altitude and everything first, right? And say, set that as a waypoint and then put that into your flight computer or something, right? Could be. Yeah, I don't know how this would work because... You know, you can point it at an address, and it's like, all right, cool, and it lands you in the middle of the fucking street or something. <laughs> you know what or, I mean? Or, no, on the roof. <laughs> you know? Yeah, how's it going to know where to land? Like, exactly where to land, you know what I mean? I don't know, man. They're 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 going to start doing, like, live tests in Nevada soon. Um, don't know if they're going to do it with, like, crash test dummies or if there will be actual people in there. Please tell me they're going to make a man out of old cantaloupes and watermelons, put him in a flight suit, stuff that old mess into a flight suit, and then put that in the fucking cockpit. That'd be so great. Stuff a flight suit with pork sausage? Oh. <laughs> yes. So yes. This, is, this is how we approximate a human. <laughs> yes. This is yes. your typical American. Yes. <laughs> oh, just fucking jam the cockpit with three live pigs. Yes. Call it a day. <laughs> Or Michael's favorite animal, a ram. Yeah. Just put a ram there and just fly the ram up into the fucking... Oh, yeah. It won't go fucking crazy. <laughs> I can see how that'd work out. Start smashing his head into the Dude, console. Can you tell me you would like to see that or not? I'd love to see that. <laughs> I'd love to see the camera on the inside. Oh, yeah, man. Just it's like, like a- as it's as it's going down, the ram is going batshit crazy. It's just like... Yeah. <laughs> It's so horrible. It's wrecking the inside of it. Yeah, going ham. I want to oh. see that, dude. So <laughs> that'd be great. So uh, if I see more articles on this, I'll try to keep an eye out, but uh, I'll try to come back with an update as soon as there's news on uh, success or utter failure. Disastrous failure. Sounds good. 
Um, thank you for that tidbit, Evan. That's very nice. No problem. Um, We've I got more to... on automated vehicles in just a moment. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to talk about briefly. We don't have to talk about it too much because I'm sure everyone's seen about this, you know, seen coverage about this already elsewhere. But uh, so on Sunday morning, early Saturday night slash Sunday morning, there was a mass, another mass shooting in the United States at uh, a nightclub in Orlando, Florida. So now supposedly the the club is a is a gay club although I'm I've actually heard that it's not necessarily a gay club like you know a lot of people go there just to go there you don't you know it's not just for gay people um but uh I've heard conflicting things about the amount of victims I I heard first it was 50 victims then I heard it's 49 victims and the shooter is dead so that's 50 so I'm not sure exactly what uh what the count is um it looks like it's looking like it's more like 49 than 50 you know um yeah i had just seen heard 50 dead 53 injured mm -hmm. yep so in the, the article that i linked to here um looks like it hasn't been updated so it still says 50 and yeah the date and time on it it hasn't been updated since sunday so maybe they don't have these the exact numbers here, but um, it just says at least 50 people killed. Um, supposedly it was done by a gentleman named Omar Mateen, who's 29 years old. He's a U.S. citizen. His parents, I think, were from, I want to say Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. um, he is a Muslim Supposedly, he's married and had a small child. I've also heard, though, that he was a regular at the club, that people had seen him there before. Yep. At least a dozen times. So that's interesting. So did he love the sausage, and he's just going to... He went there because he was a scorn? He was scorned, or what? Or... Uh, have you seen a picture of this fucking guy? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I've seen all kinds of pictures. Yeah, seen his dick, seen his fucking shins. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. He has a dick pic out there? No. <laughs> he probably does. Fuck, like, who the I want to see it. Who, who doesn't have a dick pic out there? I mean, honestly. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Wanna, you're right. I want to see, see it to judge the dick of this fucking dick. You know what I mean? That's well, why. I have no interest in that. But uh, <laughs> I want to have a good laugh at his tiny fucking hateful cock. What if it's people. amazing? It's not amazing. You, you don't know, know that. It's not amazing, dude. You know it's not amazing. Wow. Could be. You have to, the direction this went. You have, but, to experience, uh, you have to experience it at its, it at like, its full be. effect. No, 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 no. Fully so, so, okay, let me just mention, <laughs> mention a couple limped. other, <laughs> sorry, couple sorry, other sorry. little things. No, it's fine. Um, so... He play. He called nine one one right before the attack and pledged allegiance to ISIS. Oh come on! Um, but of course, no one thinks that this guy actually was working for ISIS. Um, at least I don't think that. You know, I think he's just. I think he was a guy who just went crazy for whatever reason. He was probably gay. Honestly, he was probably gay. But of course, you know, you probably can't be gay if you're Muslim, right? I'm assuming. Um, I'm sure all the, all, the, all the major religions shun gay people, so... Oh, dude, you can. You um, absolutely can. 
You can I what? Mean, you, you're not allowed to, but you you can do it. Well, well yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Dude, the fucking Afghan. Dude, the there's Marines a whole night dedicated to that. No, but they, I mean, I don't know about that, but there's the Marines over there. Say the fucking Afghani um, police forces and the military are fucking. They fucking uh, are molesting young boys and Peter Puffer and dudes and all kinds of stuff over there. You know, mm. they're getting that's that's one of their things, man. Okay. You know, they can talk all this fucking well, shit. All the there you go. So. Um, so the, the theory, at least that I have maybe, and maybe this has been voiced in the media, I'm not sure, but, um, is that, you know, he was gay, but he's ashamed, you know, cause you're not supposed to be gay and blah, blah, blah. And he just fucking lost it. And there you go. Um, now of course it takes more than that just to, you know, oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to go shoot 50 people. Um, but anyway. Another thing I'll mention, and the only reason I'm going to mention this is because I, I, I want to talk about this too. I, I saw another program the night before this shooting actually happened that talked about this. Um, so in this article, it says the shooter was armed with an AR-15 style rifle and a handgun. Okay. And only reason I find that interesting is because the night before the shooting happened, I just happened to be tuning around on TV and I landed on real sports, which if you guys know me, I could give two shits about sports. <laughs> um, you know, I don't give a damn. Right. Um, but I turned it on and just as I turned it on, they were like, all right, go, let's go to our special report on guns in America or something like that. You know? And I was like, or the AR 15 or something. And I was like, huh? Okay. So let me watch this. So it was like a 10 minute piece. And anyway, they talked about how, and I didn't even know this and, you know, maybe they're hyping it up. I don't know. I haven't done any research on my own. So I just took what they said at face value, but they said that in a lot of these recent mass shootings, like the one in Connecticut where at the, that was at the school and the, the movie theater in Colorado. And now apparently this shooting here, although it says AR 15 style rifle, I'm not sure exactly what that means. Um, apparently, all the a lot of these shootings, the shooters using an AR-15, which I didn't I didn't know. I thought you know each shooting they were just using a random gun, you know. Um, but apparently, at least according to that report, the AR-15 is the is the gun of choice of mass shooters, which I find uh, interesting. I didn't realize the gun. I don't know if it's that popular or. It's because we're in America, and, it's, and that's an easy. If you have fifteen hundred bucks, that's the rifle to get. That's a lot if of it, money. No, but if you okay, if you have a choice and you want to shoot, I hate to say this, but if you want to shoot more than one person, if you want to shoot people the most efficient way possible, a even a semi-automatic AR-15, only because it's clip loaded, it's it's magazine loaded, mm -hmm. is the best gun, best weapon of choice. Yeah. Compare everything else is bolt action. Or, you know, you load so many rounds in, in a tube. Yeah, well, you, know, you might get five. Have, how come they don't have SKSs or, you know, I don't know, anything? I mean, you could, I you no could have an AK-47 that's semi-automatic, right? It's, because it's ubiquitous. It's I mean, ubiquitous, dude. It's America. Like, what's the most popular gun? I mean, I, I play Airsoft. The most popular gun for American Airsofters is, is an AR, is an M, is an M4, uh, M16. An M16 or AR, which is an AR15, right? It's yeah. the same. It's that, basically it's the that same platform. Thing. It's 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 popularity. We're in America. That gun looks cool to us. It's like why do why do Americans? Um, uh, that, never mind. 
It's like, why do we do anything that's popular? It's popular. You know what I mean? If you, and plus, you can't just get AK 47s the same way you can get a fucking AR 15. Like, you could buy an AR 15 for 700 bucks right now. You know what I mean? That's nothing. You know, an AK 47 probably costs that much and it's harder to get. And it's all, it's also notorious. You know, it's more notorious. If you have one of those, people may think, oh, what are you doing, fucking Muhammad? You know what I mean? Oh, so that one's more associated with, you know, I mean, I don't know. I'm with, guessing. Um, foreign, I'm guessing, but maybe foreign. I feel like that's the most popular semi-automatic rifle in America right now. The AR-15. The AR-15. Yeah, you, you maybe it has the concept of being like, oh, this is your home defense rifle, versus an AK-47 is most definitely an assault rifle. Uh, no, no. <laughs> No, I mean, I mean maybe I, maybe you're right, but yeah, that's that's totally not the case. People <laughs> no. might say that. People might try to. Say, people do say that. What am I talking about? People say that. You know, the gun gun people say that all the time. They're like, "Oh, this is home defense." Yeah, Dude, you don't buy a fucking AR platform. You know, it's called the AR because it's an assault rifle. You know, you don't you don't buy that for home defense. You buy it because it looks cool, and you're like, one day I'm gonna defend my family against fucking red against fucking um. The red storm that's gonna come. They're gonna drop from their fucking Russian helicopters. <laughs> like that's what people think. Like that's what they think in their head. And look, Michael can tell you, I'm a fucking gun nut, dude. I like love guns. Guns are awesome. You know, I, I'm a big proponent of responsible gun ownership. But uh, I think guns are awesome. You know, it it breaks my heart that these fucking clowns can get guns and they're gonna ruin it. Like I was talking to a coworker today, and I, I I'm glad they were on our gun chat podcast. So, um, well, you, you know, know, whatever, <laughs> but, but, but I was talking to my coworker today about this and, you know, I was saying, you know, what's going to happen because the gun lobbies aren't willing to give a little bit to give us, uh, to give, give a little bit to set some things in stone as far as like, like you shouldn't be able to just go somewhere and just buy a gun from a guy in a gas station parking lot, you know, in Florida, you can, you know, in Virginia, I think some places, some states you can. You know, universal background checks, that's already a thing, but they need to be enforcement needs to be better. Um, the laws need to be a little bit tighter, you know, and honestly, registration, I get with the slippery slope they're talking about, but something has to be done. Like maybe if even not registration, the stakes have to be raised to get a firearm to make people who have them more responsible, like people who have those NFA firearms. They are like they're like the the most safe firearm owners in America. Did you guys know that? What's NFA? So the national. Oh, you fire, mean the, like yeah. machine guns and shit? Machine guns, suppressors, fucking rock, fucking RPGs, mortars, all that stuff's on the NFA from like 1931 or something like that, Michael, or 1951. I think it's the 80s, actually. Is it the 80s? So when yeah. they passed the NFA, um, those people have to get the weapons registered. They have to pay a bunch of money. They have to pay a bunch of taxes. They have to do all this stuff. Anyway, the barrier to entry is so high that the people who do get it take very good care of their stuff. I'm not saying make the barrier to entry to get firearms very high, but I'm saying we need to do something to make it so that there's a responsibility level to wanting to stay proficient and everything like that. Also, they got to pass proficiency laws. You know, like if you have a gun, you should have to go to a yearly fucking um class at least a class yeah, training and safety you know? i agree how many people have yeah how many people have guns in their house that they fucking never use and they're not clean i'm not, not using an example michael because you you fire your gun at least at least twice a year 
you know? But there's people out there who buy guns and don't fucking shoot them for like five or six years. They have three or four guns in the house. Yeah. You know? And they forgot they had them and their guns are loaded. You know, those, those are the guns that go on the streets and shoot kids. It's not Michael's gun or, you know, if Michael had a gun, I don't know if we can say that, but, you know, it's not allegedly. Alleged, his alleged firearm. It's not that. It's it's not you know our 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 buddy our firefighter buddy's guns. The people who lock them up and keep them safe. It's not their guns. It's that fucking irresponsible jerk off who saw a guy get mugged on TV and got a bug in his butt and said, "I need to go buy a gun." So he goes and buys a fucking gun, loads it, shoots it once, if even that, puts it in its case, leaves it loaded and locked, and puts it away. And never touches it. Then his house gets robbed six years later, and that gun ends up on the street shooting shooting kids. But in all fairness, James, in in all these mass shooting cases, that that is not how the gun came to be in the possession of the shooter. No, but that's I mean, obviously, um, yeah. Right now we're talking about mass shootings, but let's be honest here. The biggest are the you know people are get very upset about mass shooting, mass shootings, mass shootings, mass shootings. Here's the reality. Okay, oh, mass shit. shootings are like He's gonna tell us what's really real. Alright, here we go. Yeah, here's what's really real. Okay. You know what grinds my gears? Okay. <laughs> Dude, look, here's what's real. Mass shootings are like point something percent of fire of firearm fatalities in America. Okay, that's the facts. Okay, it's such a low number, it's crazy. It's very shock and awe. Like we see it, we're like, oh my god, fifty fifty people died in a nightclub. Oh my holy fuck sticks. Oh my god, he killed fucking 16 fucking babies. Oh, it's and it's fucking horrible. But dude, you know how many fucking kids die a day from firearm fatalities? And we're not talking about the cops shooting them. You know, we're talking about them shooting themselves. Black kids in the hood, people robbing, people robbing people, all that kind of stuff. Those people who shouldn't have guns, who a guy, the guy who beat his wife and has a fucking record and shouldn't have a fucking gun, but he was able to go to a gun, a gun swap meet and just buy one with his driver's license from another asshole, you know, cause there's no fucking laws. Those are the people who we got to worry about, man. You know, I mean, honestly, if America would breed a resp- more responsible gun culture, this other stuff would go away because it would be embedded those people's brains before they go to the, I mean, we're always going to have that mass shooter. But I think that number would be pared down some because there'd be so many people in the world who'd be like, if I do this mass shooting thing, like they'll have such a great respect for guns, they wouldn't do that. Like you look in Finland or whatever, like they had one mass shooting and God only knows how long and they have like the most guns in the world per person, you know, because people have a, just a great respect for firearms, you know, but America is America, right? Everything's in extremes. We can only, we can never do anything halfway. If you own a gun, you got to have fucking 10,000 rounds of ammunition, you know, in case the fucking man comes to take him, you got to have fucking Waco in your front yard or zombies come, you know, or whatever. <laughs> you know, you got to be ready for that fucking worst case scenario thing that's never going to fucking happen. You're going to die. Your kid's going to inherit that fucking gun and they're going to sell it. And then it's going to be on a fucking street murdering people. That's what's going to happen. Okay, rant over. I'm sorry. That's pretty real. <laughs> <laughs> so you still think, James, that... um People should be able to, and I, I'm talking about a responsible, quote, 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 unquote, responsible gun owner, should still be able to own any kind of gun like an AR-15. Yeah, should be I don't fine. have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. Because I think most people who own those, I think, I think if you did something to make it so that if you owned one, you uh, well, I think, put it this way, most of the people who buy those guns aren't doing mass shootings. Well, of course you know? not. It's like... 
less than one percent. Let's say they people. sold two million guns, and how many have you been using a mass shooting? Three. Three. Yeah, exactly. Five. You know, I don't know. You know, but you know? of course, n- you know, nothing, right? You know, in comparison. Yeah. But, you know, obviously, this is. I don't know. It's a problem. I'm not, I'm not sure what the solution is if there is one, but um, if there I mean, was a uh, if there was a, a rash of chainsaw massacres, would you stop selling chainsaws? You know, people would not even draw the conclusion. People would not even put those things together. Well, but here's I'm, here's another thing I, I read, um, and it's something that Seth MacFarlane tweeted. So I'll just put that out there. Um, he said. So he said, you know, oh, we got to do something about this, blah, blah, blah. He's basically against, you know, not against guns, but I'll say I'll say against assault rifles. Let's just say that. Right. I'm probably wrong. I'm probably totally misquoting what he said, but that's fine. Um, And and someone said. um, Shit, where was I going with that? (laughs) Uh, Basically, they said, you know. The difference is uh, someone said, oh, you know, well, if if someone's going around killing people with, okay, chainsaws or knives or anything, right? Or cars. Or cars. Should we ban cars, right? We'll just ban cars, right? Or we'll ban chainsaws or whatever. But the difference is cars aren't designed to kill people and technically neither are chainsaws, although you can can make a case for that. (laughs) Debatable. Uh, (laughs) um, Guns, the gun only has one purpose, right? to kill it's not it's not to you know oh i i use this on my job every day you know to you right. know plant seeds you know or whatever you know i don't yeah. know you know the gun is is only for one thing you know so there you go take that for what it is i mean if you think about the percentage <laughs> of violent crimes that happen to people and the percentage of people who have a firearm and who are willing to shoot a violent offender who comes into their house. Um, I don't know where... I, well, basically where I was going was, it's like you buy a gun, you say, I'm buying this to defend my family. So you buy a shotgun or a rifle or a pistol, and you put that in your house, and it's just for home defense. And so you think to yourself, in 30 years, how many times will I get robbed? Okay? And... The thing is, you might only be robbed, you might never be robbed, or you might be robbed once, right? But that one time you get robbed, the guy, there's, you know, so you have a fucking uh, 10% chance or 6% chance of getting robbed, okay? And then within that percentage of getting robbed, you have, let's say, a 40% chance that the robber is going to be a crazy person who's like, I want to rape your wife. You know what I mean? So... Those people convince themselves, and rightfully so, I guess, that they're preparing for that one, that chance. And it's the same thing, like, why do you have, like, why do I wear a multi-tool on my belt every day? You know? Because there's going to be time when I need it, and I need it all the time. And if I didn't have it, I'd be like, oh, why don't I have this? I'm unprepared. You know? Like, why do I carry lockpicks in my car? Because I'm like, I might want to break into some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I might want to open. I might need to open a door. The chance, the times I've had to open a door have been so rare. But Michael's been there when I had to open a door at a birthday party where one of the kids had locked themselves in the bathroom, and you know, I was a hero because I was prepared. 
You know, now I'm not saying uh, so the percentage of gun of needing a gun to kill somebody is probably in your lifetime astronomical. But when the time comes that you have to kill somebody to protect your family, if you think about it, you're not going to have the opportunity to say, damn, I'll next time I'll have the gun, you know, because then your daughter's life is shattered. Your wife's life is shattered. Your life is shattered. Maybe somebody's dead. Maybe you're all fucking dead, you know. And there's no opportunity to say next time. So okay, so th- that's fine. So okay, so g- guns are good. We need guns. Fine, right? You know, for protection. Let's just right. say that. Do we need AR-15s for that? In that scenario. No. We could get by with, as you said, a shotgun or a handgun, right? Or even yes. a rifle. It could be a rifle. You know, it doesn't have to be, but it could be like a. What is it, a Remington 700 or something? Or, sure. You know, whatever, right? Although that, I mean, pro- that probably, probably wouldn't be great for home defense. But That's too unwieldy for your house. I would say, like, eliminate, say, say, James, you're not allowed to buy AR-15s anymore. We're taking them off the market. But we are opening it up and allowing you to buy a submachine gun. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so when you say submachine gun, you mean a gun that can fire more than one round when no, you depress uh- the trigger? No, no. I would say make it easy for me to buy like a Chris Vector, you know, a semi-automatic, Some, something small that's semi-automatic, shoots lots of rounds. You can buy one of those, can't you? Yeah, you can. Sure, you can. Okay, you then. Can. Absolutely, you can buy one. Yeah, but that that would be you know done and here's done. the thing, right? What you said is the same thing I said. No one ever thinks about guns like that for home defense. No one ever thinks about guns like that for like the reason you would not like the reason why a shotgun. And I feel like a long rifle, a long gun, they both fit in the long gun category, is wrong for home defense, is because it's so long and unwieldy that to, to, that if you're going to come around a corner with a fucking, with a gun like that, and you go around the corner, it's, the barrel will, is going to be in the way. You know, you need something close and tight to your body. A pistol's good, and I think a little submachine gun is good. It doesn't have to be full auto, but something that, you know, gives you a good, stable platform to shoot from that's small. So what about a a tactical shotgun? I mean, still long, but yeah, I mean, people always say shotgun, shotgun, shotguns, you know what I mean? But the reality is... 18 inches, right? That's not that bad. I mean, yeah, it's not... 18 inches fucking It's not, you know, like... (laughs) Like your phone, you know, it's That's not like a, this. No, 18 inches is a long gun. It's huge. It's huge. How long is a freaking AR-15? I mean, they're not, they're not tiny. 18 inches, could be 16 inches, could be 14 inches, could be 11 inches. They're not they tiny. Ride. They're they, they go all kinds of sizes. Eh. You know? I mean, either way, I think, you know, if people who are buying AR-15s, those people are the next level gun owners who are like, okay, I've got 17 guns and now I want an AR. You know? Mm-hmm. And then there are those people who are like, you know what? I want a good gun for killing motherfuckers, and I got, I got, I want to kill these homosexuals who shun me because of my tiny micro penis, you know? Or the lady who, like, for whatever reason, she's a gun lover and she loves guns, and she doesn't lock them up for her, and her crazy son uses to kill a bunch of fucking people at a church, you know? At a school, or, or at a school? No, at a church. At a school. Was that a school? That was Connecticut. Oh no! Which one was the one at church? Oh, that was the crazy guy. That's just some crazy dude who bought a gun who he wasn't convicted of a crime yet, but he was like going to be on trial or something. I don't know. (laughs) So he was able to buy a gun. Although I don't think he had an assault rifle. No, Uh, no, he had a handgun. Yeah. 
but whatever, but, you know. Yeah, it is what it is, man. But, you know, don't worry. For anybody who's worried about guns, anybody who's scared of them, a scared. Anyone who's scared of them, <laughs> anyone who's worried that they're, they think they're going to be in the next gun death, don't worry. Because the way we're going, guns will be fucking illegal in like 10 years. Because we're too rigid, the 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 left, the right is the the left is way no the right is way too rigid and too inflexible, and their inflexibility will be the end of firearms in America. And because America, we do nothing, we do nothing in pieces. Everything is extremes. You know, if we find problems with something, we ban it outright. We never compromise. We never say, okay, well, let's try this. We always say, get rid of it. That's how it is. So. These guys are gonna. They're got these guys. Well, the think problem they're, is they're don't, they don't want to. Like you said, they don't want to move an inch yeah, or a centimeter. They don't give an inch. And I get where they're coming from, right? They think that if we give an inch, we'll have to give a mile. But in this case, you've got to give something because you know the gun. The gun world is so polarized down the middle that Joe Blow, everyday Joe Blow, is scared to death of guns. He's scared of guns the way black people are scared of cops. You know, and that says a lot. So the person on the other side who's not scared of guns, these are two different, totally different different kinds of people. They will never meet in the middle. So what's going to happen is these people's only way, their only recourse to deal with an armed person is to ban the guns outright. You know, and the government, I mean, you know, there's the whole argument of like, oh, well, you know, the Second Amendment says we need to have a properly armed militia, yada, yada, yada. And yeah, that's the other thing that's not... <laughs> <laughs> that's not a great argument, to be honest. Like everyone says, oh, the Second Amendment says we're allowed to bear arms. Yeah, that's okay. So that's how we've come to interpret it, right? Yeah. But what does it say? What does it really say? I mean, uh, it, what you just said. Yeah. A well-regulated militia. Yeah, exactly. Are, are you a re- well-regulated militia? Yes, you're right. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, no, you are not. No, I am not. You know, maybe the three of us together are a well-regulated militia. You know, I don't think so. Well, what is a well-regulated militia? I mean, here's to me, that, that means the National Guard. You know, I don't know what it is. You know, but. Yeah, that goes to a whole other thing. You know, like, here's the other big question, right? Do we have, do the things in the in the uh, Constitution really apply? Do a lot of them still apply today? Exactly. You know, we have to ask ourselves that question. And most people won't ask that question because they're like, those men were patriots. They gave their lives. They yeah. shed their blood. So George Washington was a saint. Yeah. Dorothy exactly. Mantooth was a saint. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I'm not saying those people weren't great. And I'm not saying they weren't great men and great forefathers of our founders of our country. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that some of the things. It's that not were, 1780. Exactly. It's not 1780. <laughs> the British you know? are coming. Yeah, exactly. And here's here's the other thing, right? The other question is, this is a big one. Okay, this is really big and really long fucking, not long, but down the rabbit hole. But, okay, let's assume that our country is perfect. We all know it's not. We all know there's gross high levels of corruption. So let's assume that we say, hey, you know what? I'm tired of this corruption. We've tried to vote our way out of it. We've tried to petition our way out of it. We've tried whitehouse.org our way out of it. None of that works. What options do we have left to fix the government? So then what options do you have left? I know where James is going. Well, if the government, no, look, if the government has taken away your ability to fight on their level, which now the army, the military has so far outplaced the populace, um, rightfully so, 
um, technology-wise, there's no way a well-regulated militia by the people could pull a 17, a War of 1812-type deal. It's not possible. You know, it's impossible. Like, like no gaggle of civilians with AR-15s is going to be able to revolt and take over a state against uh, drones and Hellfire missiles and Apache gunships. It's not going to happen. However, you know? You could potentially storm the Capitol and kill Congress. That wouldn't do anything. Oh, it would do something. I agree. It would do something, but I, I think... We'll get those think, pesky guns banned once and for all. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it would, I don't think it would do Oh, my God! Want. They murdered everyone in Congress. Yeah, Man, these things! Any, <laughs> I don't think it would do anything... Uh, in the long run, because I think I think the nature of our political system isn't designed to put in good people. It's a system that's meant to break people of their idealism, and the government works that way. I mean, we all work for the government. We all know how it is, you know? There's no idealists in the federal government, and if they are, they're going to get fucking cored out like a fucking, like a fucking apple, you know, at a fucking cider festival, all right? And that's just a fact. So an apple at a cider festival, huh? I'll yeah, have to remember that. Absolutely, yeah. That's what's gonna happen. So, <laughs> I, at least I don't know where I work. I've never met an idealist. I've met people who are just droning on and on, going along with the tide, even if it means putting out poor product. They don't care. There's no incentive to be like private industry and do good job. You know what I mean? So you take that small microcosm of what it's like and blow it up to the full scale of the government, because the whole government functions the same way. And you realize why the U.S. government's a big bloated fucking shit fest, because we everyone is functioning that way. Like no one cares across the board, you know. And the people who've earned their way all the way to the top, they've been there for thirty or forty years. They didn't get there from caring. They got their got they got that position from being a political animal. So they're the worst kind of human being, you know. So there's no way for us to win, you know. So then you say to yourself, okay, do we ban guns? With that in mind, or should I fight this with every every tooth and nail in my body? Should I fight? Should I should I hide guns in the basement and fucking fight for my right to bear arms? I mean, I don't know. The it's a lot of questions, man. You know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna vote again this year and hope for the best. You know, vote but for we what? Got, yeah, exactly. The we president. Got, yeah, we got. Come I know on, it's a podcast that's like rattled down the fucking drain into God knows what. But you know, I mean, what do we got? Bush or fucking Hillary? Come on, man, it's horrible. It's like the it's worst. Not, it's not even Bush. It's not even Bush. No, yeah, it's Trump. It's Trump or uh, <laughs> he said Bush. <laughs> it's Trump or Hillary. You know, and I'll tell you something. I wish it was Bush. You know, I'd vote for a Bush. I hate to say that, but I probably would vote for Bush over Hillary because at least I know they would do nothing. I think they'd go there and do nothing. You know, James, Maybe vote for Gary Johnson. I'm probably going to vote for Donald Duck like I always do. Bro, vote for Gary Johnson. Who the hell's Gary Johnson? He's the Libertarian candidate. I thought that was Jill Stein or something. No, she's the Green Party candidate. Oh, what the fuck, man? Those guys all need to hang themselves. They need to, you know what? Here's this one thing I wish that we were in Japan. Because if this was Japan, those fucking candidates and those parties would all fucking go out to the fucking Capitol building, pull out their fucking samurai swords, and fucking kill their goddamn selves for sucking so goddamn hard. Okay? They fucking commit fucking seppuku right on the fucking White House steps and say, please forgive us, American people. We have let you the fuck down because we are fucking, we've been garbage for like 30 years. James, vote for Gary Johnson. 
Yeah, yeah you and the write... 8,000 8, other Americans are going to throw their votes in the garbage. I'm going to write in Donald Duck. Please. That's a vote I can believe in. Right, if you're going to write in anyone's name who's not on the ballot, vote for me. You're, you're not eligible to be president, Evan. Why? You're not 35 years old. Huh. That Don't... is a requirement. <laughs> So how is Donald Duck bitch, eligible? Basic bitch. <laughs> uh, James is eligible. You and I are not. Oh boy. Okay, write me in. I'll take that. No, you don't deserve that. Oh. You don't deserve the presidency of the United States of America. Can you check not none of the above? No, right? No, that's, I wish you could. No, that's, that's, that's just don't show up. That'd be a great statement. None of the above. People would say, well, none of the above got 7 million votes this year. Like, yeah. oh, shit, there's a problem. But you know? if Gary Johnson is elected, he says he'll dissolve the IRS and the NSA. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, he's like, he's like Bernie Sanders, but 100 times crazier. Nice. Yeah. No, yeah, and that's saying a lot. Well, they're, they're very similar. But apparently the NSA exists because of one executive order, which you can repeal, and it's done. Uh, well, yeah, of course. There's, there's a lot of things like that. Yeah, I mean, I'll be I'll be honest with you, and this is going to be horrible. But um, if I was the president of the United States and not a citizen, I'd be like, yeah, we need the NSA. I totally wouldn't have a problem with it. Oh, say that again. If I was the president of the United States, if I had my my thumb on the pulse of the country's security and saw the big picture, I probably wouldn't have a problem with the with the NSA. And the reason I say that is because think about your house, right? If you buy a house, you'd probably you'd probably love to have a room full of cameras, a room full of monitors where you could watch every inch of the house on camera because your house and you're like, this is the best way to protect my house is to see everything all the time. And so if you're the president of the United States, you're not going to have a problem with that. You're not going to care. You're like, yes, I see the big picture. If I want to protect this country and protect these peons from themselves, Let's listen to everything they say and do. You know? I mean, obviously that's wrong and horrible, you know, but I mean, and the limits would have to be put on it, but I wouldn't have a problem with the NSA. You know, it has to be limited, has to be checked and balanced, you know, it has to be controlled. Well, I think that's the problem right now. FICA courts aren't checks and balances. FISA. FISA courts, whatever. <laughs> FICA, FICA is something different. Yes. Well, it's FICO. Yeah, the FICO courts. <laughs> Someone needs to take a hard look at them. Yeah. <laughs> My score is some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So uh, anything else we want to talk? I mean, we kind of went down a rabbit hole here with this uh, this whole thing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, basically. Oh, I, I did have one thing. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> so if if. A, quote unquote a, AR type rifles get banned for whatever reason, something else is going to pop up in its place. Um. Yeah. I mean, so, of I mean, course it's that's like possible. trying to fix the problem with such well, narrow enough. thinking. Oh yeah, it's like okay, well, car. You know, it's saying oh, vans kill people, right? So let's ban vans. You know. Right. But then I say, well, we got this RAV4. It's not really a van, but, you know, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a, a sport van. utility vehicle. You know, it's kind of, you know, it'll do it. It'll do it, you know. It's it's not a van, though. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. You know, but, but it can carry a lot of people and a lot of stuff and, you know. And, and kill people, it's really yes. Cool looking, you know, it's, yeah, it's neat. 
So, yeah, the other thing um, I just want to mention, so there was a piece of legislation that is no longer uh, in effect, which was the the assault weapons ban, right? So that was in effect for 10 years from 1994 to 2004, okay? So that basically... Um, that banned weapons by name and also by, um, by features. Okay. So they could enact something like this again, if they wanted to. So this included semi-automatic rifles that had, um, like here's, here's some of the definitions. If it, if it includes, if the gun includes two or more of the following features, a folding or telescoping stock, a pistol grip, a bayonet mount, a flash suppressor or a threaded barrel designed to accommodate one, or a grenade launcher mount. Okay. And, oh, and also it has to have a detachable magazine. Okay. So that's that's a semi-auto, that's a, a weapon that would be banned. But what if you already have one? Well, it depends what law they pass, right? <laughs> so um, I think I, I don't know exactly what happened when they when they did it. I think if you had one, you had one, and that was that. Um, yeah, they've never taken know. any guns from anybody. If you had it, your grandfathered in. Okay. Yeah. And that's what they would do again. And and here's the thing, right? Um, they're not going to people people like. Like, the NRA would have you believe that the Democrats are coming for your guns. They're not going to. Or that, you know, someone's coming for your guns. Nobody's coming for your guns. Okay? In Obama's term, there were, like, what, four mass shootings? Okay? One involving uh, basically a classroom filled with children in Connecticut? Okay? Like, what? Where, where, if you were to think of the safest place to be a white four-year-old, <laughs> Connecticut would have to be one of those places. Okay? This and is true. They got fucking laid the fuck out up there, okay? So if Obama did not try to do something then, he has basically set the tone to say, hey, Americans are cool with, like, four and a bunch of murdered kids. We don't have to do anything except come out with some words and maybe shed a tear or two. Oh, it's so sad. You know, these we got to do something about our gun problem, you know? But the here thing is, you know, I don't care what party you're on. If you go after guns in a serious way, you're going to be in so much trouble. And the thing is, Hillary, Hillary is bought and sold by every fucking side of the fucking aisle, dude. By big money, small money, little money, middle money, tiny money. She's bought and sold by these motherfuckers. She's not, she is not going to fucking do shit about guns. She's not going after nobody's guns. All these fucking, like, feminists and people who are like, yeah, woman in office. Hey, look, I'm glad a woman's in office. I wish it was any other woman to her. But she's, like, they think she's going to do something for them. She's going to be just like Obama. Okay? Obama tried to do a bunch of stuff. And Obama, I think, is actually an idealist at one point and really wanted to do stuff. Okay? She's not an idealist. She's a fucking total political animal. She's not going to do shit, dude. She's going to go in there and find new and inventive ways to collect money, go to war, make her fucking make people money. That's what she's going to do. You know, simple as that. And and here, oh, I'm sorry, here this goes to what I was saying about how um, you go into office and you look at the NSA, you say, hey, this ain't so bad. You know, Obama, people were shocked, 
shocked when they found out Obama did more drone strikes than 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 the last than than Bush. Why wouldn't you? Okay, exactly. If you had that tool in your arsenal, I'd be drone striking the shit out of the motherfuckers. Okay. Now I'm not I, sure what the whole why drones are quote unquote bad, other than we're oh no we're killing people you know. Okay, maybe they're, maybe that's bad. I don't because, know because they're <laughs> you know? inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Inaccurate, ag- inaccurate intel, and I think there's an overall so inaccurate abhorrence. and inaccurate intel. Yeah, but I think there's an overall human abhorrence to the fact, even though how untrue it is, to the fact that a machine is taking people's lives without a human intervention. But that's, and the thing that's, is, that's not true. That's it's just, not true. That's just not people true. are stupid. How many people think that AR-15s are fully like? There's a guy at work. So a many guy people think they're fully automatic. Dude, a guy at my fucking job was talking I mean, about this. People thing. don't know anything about guns. That's the problem. Yeah, and he said, yeah. "Oh, it was fully automatic." You know, and I was like, "Well, you know, I, you know what I hear people keep on saying, like even in the media and stuff. They'll, and like, I think I heard Leo even say this. He didn't say fully automatic, but he says an automatic gun. And people, you know, people you say that, and people automatically think machine gun, or they say machine gun, or they just say machine gun. Right? They say automatic. Oh, it's an automatic weapon. Yeah. No, you know it's a funny? semi-automatic weapon, you know. Here, here's something that's Unless funny. Unless the guy had a fully automatic AR, which is crazy, but I'm pretty sure he didn't, so. Here's the funny thing, Michael, and I'm going to say this um, because I know this person is never going to listen to this show. A person I like and respect, respect a lot. He's a gun guy, lots of guns. We've gone shooting with him, okay? The things he knows about guns shock me in how little they are, mm-hmm. you know? Like... What kind of ammo is good and what kind of ammo is bad? You know, this this particular person was running this steel ammo through his AR. And if you know anything about ARs, and I'm not a, I don't own any guns. I play airsoft, and I just know a lot about guns because I read a lot and I study a lot about guns. Guns interest me. Okay, if you know anything about ARs, you can't. You run steel ammo through it, and it will eventually jam the gun up because it's cheap. You know, an AR is very finely tuned. It's a very finely tuned, like low, high, very high tolerances. So you can't run the steel cheapy ammo through it, you know, and you can't use shitty magazines and do all this stuff. You know, I gave him my magazines with like high quality, expensive ammo in it that I bought just to get the weight and the game, the gun ran perfectly, but he ran his shitty cheap ammo and it ran shittily. Another thing. This same person brought a he brought a a vest to an event that we went to, and this is something that I see in all non not, people who own guns who don't who aren't airsofters. Their first vest is the cheap UTG cross draw tactical vest. Okay, that has the cheap shitty holster on the side that sits here and is a zipper up the middle, and it comes across like this, and it's a vest. It's not like a plate carrier. But if you see soldiers in movies or TV shows, they're wearing plate carriers because plate carriers protect you from from uh, large ra- am- ammo, you know, large rounds. You know, plates plates give more protection than... Well, you probably uh, don't need that if you're... You don't, but you would think <laughs> if you have like 47 guns, you would just go do the extra thing and buy the plates and the, and the, and the, other, and the other stuff that does oh, a more you don't efficient have to. job. No, but you could. I mean, it gives it's more efficient. Like, I don't, I like, like to me, I'm like, if you're that crazy and you're like, yeah, I need all, I need like 55 guns, then why not just buy the fucking $200 fucking play carrier instead of like the $12 UTG tactical vest? Like, I don't get it. 
You know, I mean, I, I'm not trying to knock this person, but it's it's something I've noticed about regular gun people. They aren't a study of guns. They're like a study of styles of guns. Like, it's a beautiful gun. This gun looks cool. It's not about function. It's about form. Hmm. You know? And guns, to me, is not something you should ever buy because it looks cool. You should buy a gun because it fits your needs. Like, this gun's great for murdering people. This is the one I want. This gun <laughs> is the... this like Like, people who buy AK-47s, Americans don't buy AK-47s because they look cool. Americans buy AK-47s. The people who buy AK-47s, the first thing they'll always tell you is, oh, this gun will shoot in any condition with any kind of ammo, and you just need to fucking, like, barely do any work to it, and it's cheap as shit. That's their always their excuse. Takedown is clean. It's easy to maintain. Like, that's, it's all function. It's all function. Anyway. Hmm. That's, why the, that's why it's the most ubiquitous gun in the whole world. Not because it's fucking cheap, but because it's fucking, it's fucking, it's fucking bulletproof, dude. You don't see fucking Z- Zambians running around with AK-47s, AR-15s. Here's the, here's, the here's the other thing I'll mention. One last thing. The firearms, the Federal Weapons Assault Ban, or the Federal Assault Weapons Ban, that is no longer in effect. Um, it named... It says the ban defined the following semi-automatic firearms as well as any copies or duplicates of them in any caliber as assault weapons. Okay. On the list, Action Arms Israeli Military Industries Uzi and Galil, uh, Norinko, Mitchell, and Poly Technologies AKs. So AKs, all models. Colt AR-15. Done. Fabrique Nationale. FN, FAL, FNLAR, and FNC. So that's a precursor to the P90. You know, I'm not sure what those are exactly, but a Stayer AUG. Um, that's kind of a crazy looking gun if you've ever seen it, but uh, it's kind of cool looking actually. Uh, Tech 9. Know what that is. And uh, revolving cylinder shotguns. Mm. That's the A812. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would that would be totally illegal. They name here such as or similar to the Street Sweeper and Striker 12. So whatever those are. But <clears throat> so there you go. So all those things were banned for 10 years here in the United States. You couldn't buy them, but since 2004 you can buy them. So now I don't know how many uh, um how many mass shootings happened in those years. But uh, either either the, the number has gone up or the coverage has gone up. I'm not sure. The coverage has gone up. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. No, it's, it's hard to coverage. say. It's the coverage. Because in, well, it's the coverage. I mean, I'm and just also, throwing it out there as a possibility. I don't know. It's a no psychological idea. thing now to think, you know? I think the biggest. Well, it wasn't a thing then? Well, no. When I was a kid, the biggest mass shooting was the Lubby shooting in and at a restaurant called Lubby's in Texas or something oh, like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. The guy went on a, he like he like went on a shooting spree in a bingo hall or something and Lubby's or Lugsby's or whatever it's called. But that was like the biggest one. But now it's a thing. Like now it's something that if you if put it this way, if you have the mind to kill people, you're gonna be like, oh, I can go, I can fucking go and shoot a lot of people if I go here. It's been done this time, this time, this time, this time, this time, this time, this time. Why wouldn't I do it? You know, at that point you don't give a shit anyway. Like you don't care. You know. And now we're 
I don't know. We're like more fucked up in the head now or something. I don't know what it is, but America's like more. That's fucked another up. thing. Yeah. See, so we've been talking about, you know, guns versus no guns or, you know, guns, but only certain kinds of guns, you know, no more ARs or no more assault weapons or whatever, you know. Um, but maybe, yeah, maybe we need to attack this from another angle. Maybe it's we're, we're crazier. We're putting out more nuts. You know, I, I don't know what's going on, you know. Yeah. Um, so as as my that? favorite person in the world, Joe Rogan, says, or maybe he's quoted someone else, uh, there this country has a mental health problem disguised as a gun problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that before too. Okay. So and that is why I am a grenade man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Keep them right next to your balls, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and if anyone, I think if anyone, and I won't say anything else about this, I promise. If anyone thinks that the way that this shooting happened in Florida classifies it as a terrorist shooting or something like that, I really don't think it was that. I think you have a guy who has a lot of problems, who has, I mean, if it was a terrorist shooting, he wouldn't have frequented this place as a as someone who went there. As a patron? You know I mean? As a patron. He might have gone there, looked around outside, gone in. But the whole practice of, like, homosexuality is abhorrent to Muslims. And a truly devout Muslim who's willing to go on a killing spree for Allah would not spend multiple trips in that place. So this guy had some kind of motivation for it, either scorned feelings or something like that. And so he went in and did his thing and uh, decided he's going to shoot some people. And it has nothing to do... I don't think this is a Muslim thing at all. I think maybe he's using some excuse because he's a fucking weak-willed piece of shit. You know? But I don't think it was a fucking ISIS thing. I think this guy was a fucking... Just a fucking cowardly twat. And he wanted to be belong to something. Wanted to be a part of something. You know? I mean, we see this on people all the time. They want to be part of some tortured group. Some group of people who are feared. A group of people who are loved or whatever. You know? They just want to be a part of something. You know, they feel weak, they feel ostracized, whatever. You know, it's it's a culling, dude. Like, you know, we got to figure out a way to cull those people out of society. Like the Trojans, we throw those fuckers off a cliff and just say it's we're doing society as a whole of good. Hmm. <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> if you can figure out a plan for that, I'll dude, support you. I would love you. to. It's the same thing in the mental health thing. How do you figure it out? What, are we going to send, like, some some guys in SS uniforms down to every street? Do you have, uh, are you have mental health problems? Oh, you do? Okay, throw them so in the pile and we burn could, your body. We could eliminate, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We could eliminate all social media, and the people who are lonely enough to take action will die off and take some other people with them, but that'll be done. Because they just need yeah, that's attention. Our, that's our other problem is social media. That's the other reason why to us it seems like, oh, this happens a lot now. But, but now it's not that it happens a lot. It's just that, I mean, it does happen more, but now we're more aware of it because social media beats you in the head with it. You know, we know more about our surroundings now than we ever have at any other time in our life. You know what I mean? And when someone gets shot, we know within five minutes. Oh, little young homie, homie Rome was shot, you know, and by the amount I find of people. That, I find that racist, James. It was totally racist. But by by, by the more people who get shot. The more people who like, I figure there's, there's got to be some kind of algorithm out there, you know, for each each uh, six people of a certain race who are shot, six additional six million additional people find out about it or something like that. You know, I'm sure Facebook has some algorithm somewhere locked in a safe for that. Um, James, I did want to mention one thing. Uh, you said uh, you know this isn't 
this isn't a terrorist attack. Okay. Yeah. I believe that, I'm sure this is just semantics, but, um, you know, when you say terror, what is terror, right? What is, what is a terrorist attack? Yeah. You know? Right. You know, I think, the, I think of course meant- this could this could classify as it, but you mean is he associated with ISIS and this is a planned that's attack I mean. and blah blah right. blah? Yeah, that's no, what I mean. It's not that. Of course, in the not. most general sense, it is a terrorist attack. Yes, People in the most terrified. general sense, exactly. Yeah, yes. But as we so as we classify terrorism, right. because we're all very racist and very classist, <laughs> it's not terrorism by our standards. It's class. It's terrorism by the right. most general it's not, standards. It's not terrorism. Perpetrated by some organization, yeah, um, who's out to shove Allah down our fucking throats, right, or whatever, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, because because think about it, the whole shit that happened, those fucking guys who took over the place in Utah or wherever out in Oregon, answer, answer me this: an armed group of people take over a government facility and hold it hostage. Is that or is that not terrorism? Right. So exactly, exactly. exactly. No, nobody called. Nobody called it terrorism. Yeah, people said domestic terrorism. That that even that itself puts a brighter, fucking more happy thing on it. Oh, it's us. Don't worry. It's uh, terrorism, but it's us. It's yeah. us. It's not it's not Allah, it's us. But see, it's different. I mean, if they okay, yeah, they went and of course, you know, you could say, well, it's the same, you know. They had guns, they went and took a place, they blah. Okay, yeah. In that sense it's the same thing. But they went and did it out in the middle of nowhere where no one is, you know? To something that no one's ever heard of. They That's didn't. Amazing. They didn't go That's to the Mall of America and chain all the doors shut and say, "Guess what? We're in charge now, fuckers." You know that didn't happen. This you know? is now a Steven Seagal film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, Bring us six million dollars in German bearer bonds or whatever. Yeah, yeah like no, right. you know that that didn't happen. You know, Meanwhile, so we'll break into the safe at Rings and More. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I mean, but so, dude, it's it's, it's semantics. Know. It's yeah. semantics. Yeah. Look, I mean, look. I get where you're coming from, but I want you to realize you're debating like a small micro issue. No, I know. I know what it is. No, no, no. I'm it's not debating a group anything. Of I'm just armed men rebelling against the fucking the fucking country. Fucking, they're armed and willing to shoot people. White and power. Taking, taking. I mean, they're not even doing that, but they're willing <laughs> to take over a government facility and hold it hostage. And you know, the government doing something or not is completely different. Whatever. But you know, they just let the you know. They just went over and did it, and people are like, "Okay, whatever, it's cool." You no, know, it's crazy. It's, yeah. it's, no, it's domestic terrorism. It's, it's ridiculous. Terrorism, it's ridiculous. Dude. It's fucking terrorism. Well, it's you ridiculous, know? whatever it is. But yeah, it's totally ridiculous. <laughs> you know? Um, I want to mention two other small. I was. I hate to say use the word small, but small stories. Um, it's that like are six murdered in the <laughs> <laughs> small. Well, small. Well, small. Um, actually, three three stories. I can't even find the other one now because it's been buried by everything else. But so there's, of course, the gal who was shot in Florida. I think the day before or the or something. Chris Christina Grimmy or something is that her name? Yeah, some oh, yeah, singer, YouTube star. Yeah. So yeah, she was like 22 years old, some shit like that. She was on, I believe, she was on a show called The Voice. Um, yeah. So. That just fucking sucks. So that was some uh, some other fucking maniac who just went and shot. I don't know. I don't know what gun he had. I, I'm sure they'll say that was an AR-15 too, but um, I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure he just had a handgun. Um, but uh, so she was just at a concert signing. I think she was signing autographs. You know, meeting the fans after the show, and uh, some guy just basically walked up to her and shot her. So it's awesome. 
Um, but you know, I mean, not to belittle that, of course that sucks. Why would anyone do that? It's horrible. Blah, blah, blah. But this has been happening to celebrities for a long time. Um, you know, I, now I'd never heard of this person, but that doesn't make her not a celebrity. Obviously she was, people are going to see her perform somewhere. I mean, celebrity or not, you know, it sucks, but, um, you know, this has been happening for a long time. Like John Lennon, someone just came up to him and shot him, you know? Um, you know, so this happens obviously, uh, which sucks. I don't know why people feel the need to kill famous people, but, um, it happens. Which sucks. Uh, the other thing I'll mention is, so, on Sunday, I think it was Sunday, no, it was Monday. So, this was yesterday. I saw a story, now, I didn't see it reported in our news, meaning, you know, the, the Western Hemisphere's news here. Um, but there was a, a, weird, a weird attack in Paris. And the only reason I'm mentioning it is because there was the, the Paris you know, attacks last year in November, December, um, which was, which had 130 dead, by the way. Um, although that was multiple locations, it was a kind of a coordinated thing. Um, but in Paris, just, just yesterday, there was an attack. So apparently like a, I'll say like a deputy police chief or something. Um, he was he was basically at his house or you know like almost like you know, like he was coming home from, for the day and he was stabbed to death outside his house and then the suspect went inside his house and and held the man's wife and child hostage and then the police there was like a standoff with the police they were doing like negotiations and all that shit and then supposedly negotiations failed and the police stormed in, um, and they they shot and killed the suspect in the in the course of that. They found the woman dead, but they found the child unharmed. So you're saying he's Batman? <laughs> nope, not saying nothing. Oh, the kid? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, he's yeah the 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 clincher. The kid's name is. Bruce went no. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so I just thought that was weird, you know, another another attack kind of. I mean, it's you know, it's not really the same thing, but just kind of interesting. Um, okay, so what's up, James? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. So Let's just to give, Let's just, just to make, just to make a point. Okay. Okay. Because when celebrities die, I don't really give a shit. People always talk about oh, celebrity. Uh, I don't care. Okay. Panorama City shooting, gunman kills ex-girlfriends, two teen daughters, then himself. Okay? That's one of, like, 16 pages of murders that happened on June 11, 2016. No one said shit about this. Mm -hmm. Nobody fucking cares. You know? Nobody fucking cares. Um, You know, I'm not trying to, I'm not making less of, like, a human loss of human life is important. You know? And it's, it's, it's horrible. It's a horror. It's a loss to us all. But at the same time, you know, I'm like, ugh, I hate the media, the way it fucking, like, turns these fucking things into a fucking shit show. You know, it's just absolutely fucking crazy. If people get murdered all day and all night, you know what I mean? Like, someone, right now, <laughs> someone's getting murdered. If I say murder again, hell, she's dead. Like, there murder. goes another one. There goes another one. There goes another. Like, we're, we love to kill motherfuckers. That's what we do. America, 
a murderer. You know, that's what we do. That's our thing. Oh, and I don't know if you guys noticed, but I mean, like almost it seems like every day, and at least if not every day, at least every weekend, I'll see a fucking post on Facebook and it's like four shot in DC over the weekend, you know, blah blah blah. I'm like, Jesus, man. It's like all the time. It's either DC or it's in Prince George's County. All the time, man. Yeah, absolutely. All the fucking time. Or Baltimore, you know, although I see less Baltimore stuff, but... Baltimore, people getting shot all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. It's nuts. Go to Baltimore, you will hear gunshots, okay? (laughs) Baltimore is not safe, all right? Um, One one final little thing I just want to mention, just because it's close to home for us. Um, At least you and me, James. And you, kind of, Evan, by proxy. Um, So, I don't know. I think this was yesterday. Uh... I I can't find the story now because everything else has buried it already. But a gentleman exited the highway um, to to the CIA. He went to the CIA entrance and he crashed his car through the gate. And uh, that's about it. And then he was arrested. And and I think I want to say they said he was sympathetic to the Orlando shooter. Um, But I could be making that up. So don't quote me on that, Hmm. but so, yeah, so this, uh, so that's interesting. So another, I mean, they just arrested him and charged him, I think with trespassing and destruction of government property or something, you know, cause you like destroyed a gate or something, (laughs) but, but yeah, Uh, so there you go. So I'm just looking at, uh, DNA info.com. Chicago murders up for 2016. The total death toll in Chicago right now, 279. June 1st, four people were murdered. June 4th, fucking five people were murdered. You know, I mean, it goes on and on, yo. It's fucking, dude, we love killing motherfuckers. This, like, there's one, two, three, four that just say unknown. <laughs> like, four random people were just murdered. We don't know who they are. You know? These mm. two were the same place. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. Anyway, I'm ranting. But the point is, folks, people get killed all the fucking time. You know? Like crazy. Like fucking crazy. Now, Jesus. how many of these are due to guns? Oh. Well, in Chicago, most of them seem like shooting. There you go. Shooting, would they, shooting. Would they be killed anyway, just by other means? Yes. You got to sure. really want to kill someone if you're going to strangle them or something. Dude, you stab, stab them. Fucking stab take, them. take a machete to their neck or something. That's gang violence. Oh no, it's pretty gangster though. Yeah, if you want to machete somebody, you got you really hate them. You gotta machete. want it. You gotta want it. And also, <laughs> macheteing, that tests the metal of a motherfucker. Because after you fucking machete somebody in the neck and you see that fucking machete split their neck and get caught in their collarbone, and it they split down the side, they split down the middle, and you see the outlines and the bones and you see that clearness, then it just starts to flood with blood and the whole time their face is fish mouthing at you like doing that whole thing and their eyes are fluttering, they're twitching and shit. All this shit is happening as you fucking cleave them through their throat and get the machete gets stuck in their collarbone. Dude, if you're not made of tough stuff, you're gonna fucking vomit. I theorize this. I thought you were gonna say I vomited the first time I did that to someone. The person who kills somebody with a gun is a pussy. Okay? The guy who fucking either like gets in close and either beats somebody to death 
or uses a knife or uses a machete or a garrote, that person's a fucking monster. That's the guy you got to be worried about. That's the one you got to be like fucking. That's the guy who's got to make you nervous. Mm-hmm. You know, a shooter, any fucking asshole can pull a trigger and be like far away from the fucking gun, like 20, 30 feet away from the from the crime and not see it. But if you're up close and personal and you see this shit, Jesus fucking Christ, you know? Yep. Anyway. Yeah. I have a vivid imagination. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. As he laughs nervously. Ha ha ha. Imagination. Yeah. yeah. Now, <laughs> if you have partaken in any of these activities and perhaps need uh, a getaway car, let's talk about Tesla for a minute. <laughs> so last <Back> on <laughs> last April they discontinued their S60 sedan model. However, they've decided to bring it back with a price tag of $66,000, a 75 kilowatt hour battery and a range of uh just over 200 miles. Is that better, worse or the same as the I did before? I think it's the same. So from there, you have two options. Uh, if you bought an S60, you can pay $9,000. Or sorry, yes, you can pay $9,000 for a software upgrade that is the flip of a switch that will turn mm-hmm. your car into the S75, which itself sells for $8,500 more. And that gives you what more more horsepower, basically? Nope, more battery life. More, more battery life. It gives that's, you that's about two hundred and fifty miles instead of two hundred. So I don't know why they're why they did it, but their re-release is purposely crippled. Like it won't charge the batteries to full capacity because of a software switch. Hmm. Yeah, people think that's a dick move. It is a dick move. When they first came out with that, people think it's a total dick move. Well, I I mean... You get the firmware on BitTorrent. See, that's one thing I would definitely not trust to pirate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Can you guys get the firmware on my fucking car? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, though. Um, I mean, yeah, okay, you could call it a dick move. That's fine. Um, But then again, you could say, well... This this gives them an opportunity. This is a way for them to sell the car for less money. Yeah, people say that. Too. You know, so it could give you know. Oh, I can't afford you know eighty or seventy four thousand dollars or whatever it costs, but I can afford sixty six thousand, which I, I would find odd if you're up up in that price range. May just go all the way, but um, but you know what do I know, right? So, um, and James, you know, you and I, uh, I mean, I, I'm sure everyone has seen this like. For instance, I was just talking about copiers with someone today at work. We've seen this on copiers where two models of a copier are physically identical, but one maybe is a little slower, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's the same It's the same machine, the same identical machine. All the parts are identical. It's just in software, it was slowed down a little bit, and so they could sell this one cheaper, you yeah. know? Intel also does the same thing with their processors and maybe AMD. Um Evan, we've talked about that before. Yeah, I mean, they definitely design different processors and, and down. So I think they basically design well. 
Sorry, I'm going in a couple different directions. The way it used to be <laughs> is they would basically try to make, you know, the best processors and the ones that passed Q&A, uh, not Q&A, but quality assurance, would sell as that processor. If there were certain ones that were a little flaky, they would uh, downclock it a little bit. And if it was stable, they'd sell it as that model. If it was still kind of flaky, or if it was like a quad core, one of the cores had a problem, they'd turn off two of the cores, sell it as a dual core. Mm-hmm. I still think this Tesla thing's a dick move. I'm okay with paying for software. Hello. Would you, would you like to say something, James? No, no, Snapchatting. Continue. Okay, sorry. Oh, my God. Don't let us interrupt you. <laughs> he was Snapchatting, folks. That better be on the official IO panel account. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Hit us up, folks. On No, I'm kidding. We don't have that. So I mean, don't, they, don't go find IO panel. It's going to be someone else. <laughs> their, their, their driverless upgrade, you know, is something you pay for. But Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I understand that because it's like a completely new feature. But just to sort of unlock something that you already have is for nine grand. Now, if I, I don't think I would be as uh, upset, I guess, about it if they sold it for like two thousand. But it's like nine thousand dollars just to actually use all the battery that's in the thing that I just bought. Yeah, I mean, they had to know when they released this car that that would be an option later. Like, they had to know. They had to know that they... Unless it's like, oh, we put this in, and this is actually going to make it more efficient. That That's what this does. You know, but I have a feeling they knew that they would release some software in the future that would do this. Like, these companies don't go into this, like, say, oh, in three months, oh, we can make it more efficient. Let's, re- let's release a thousand, a $9,000 piece of firmware. No, they don't do that. They know. They've they planned out for years in advance about what they're going to do. So, I'd be pissed if I had bought the car for... $63,000 or whatever, you know, a year and a half ago or whatever the case may be. And then they re- they release this and they say for an extra nine grand, I'm like, dude, I would have paid for this. Why are you trying to squeeze me again now? Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. how does that even work? Do you, do you just have to have $9,000 in cash or do you refinance your car? Like, what do you, what do you have to do? Cause most people, like I know for most people I know, you don't go and buy a car in cash. Like you have to have a loan. You get a second loan for nine grand. Nine grand's still a lot of money. Yeah. You know, like, how does it work? Well, James, um, as as you know. How do loans make money? No, no, no. <laughs> not, not how do loans make money? I was going to say that, but no, no. Um, what I was actually going to say is how do companies make money? That's a great question. By Here's hosing, they, hosing this is the how. consumers. This is yeah. how. Guess what? how. Guess what? Guess what Tesla is in the business of? They're not in the business of selling you the best car. Yeah. They're in the business of making money. Okay. <laughs> oh, is like making money? Yeah, you're right. That's what. That's right. what. What, do they, what does this company do? They make money. That's what they fucking do, right? As they say, uh, as they say, we have a fiduciary responsibility to our shareholders. That is correct. Yeah. You know what is the goal of this company? The goal of this company is to make money. That's the goal. You know how? What you know? Selling cars. I was talking to one of my, one of my coworkers. Selling cars is the method. You know, yeah, it's a byproduct of making money. It's just something that happens <laughs> yeah. to make the money. But we could sell cars or sell fucking plastic, fucking I don't know, fucking merkins. You know, we <laughs> we do whatever we to do to make the money. It's the fucking yeah. Easter grass pubic wig. 
Yeah, oh, gee. Oh. <laughs> yes, Instagram. You got it. You hit the nail on the head, Evan. Yes. <laughs> Now, in the same vein of this Tesla, I just want to mention, uh, Evan, you mentioned the software upgrade that gives gives you basically autopilot. I'm not sure what they call it. Maybe they call it autopilot. Right. Um, basically, it'll, you know, for those of you who don't know, for an extra, let's say $5,000, $6,000, $7,000, maybe $2,500. I don't even know how much it is. Um, but you can buy a software upgrade for your Tesla. It only works with certain models of Tesla, from what I understand, not every single model. Um, so probably only the better ones, I guess. And it upgrades the, the well, we'll say the cruise control system of the car so that <clears throat> the car can basically drive itself. So the way it works, you're driving on the highway, and usually it has to be the highway. You know, you can't just be driving out along a you know local road. But it has to be like a, you know, a nice, good road, like a highway with, you know, clear lane markers and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, you're going at a good clip. You know, you're going 55, 60, whatever. And you turn the system on and it'll maintain the speed of the car, but it'll also slow down or speed up if it has to, you know, Oh, there's a car in front of me. I got to slow down or okay. Now I can speed back up. There's, you know, I, you know, it's just room again and it'll steer. So it'll keep the car in the lane. Now, until recently you, once you engage the system, you took your hands off the wheel of the car. You know, you removed your hands completely from the wheel. You said, okay, I'm done. It's steering, you know? Now, Jesus, take the wheel. Exactly. <laughs> Except it's Mr. Elon Musk. In Elon yeah. Musk, we trust, you know, like, yes. our, like our last podcast. Um, yeah. We pray to the church of Elon Musk. Um, so, but I, I, now I saw a video this past week of some guy napping. In his car. Dude, napping is not. <laughs> Give fair credit. This guy was knocked the fuck out. And he was like, ah, like laid up, head off to the side, like totally unprepared for the rigors of the road. <laughs> so I believe I read that they're going to put out an update if they haven't already that requires you to keep your hands on the wheel. How, how do they know? Yeah, we talk, we briefly talked about that. And James and I mm -hmm. were like, well, you just put your wrist in the bottom hole and you're good. Yeah, he just like that's right, that's right. We did talk about this. Yeah, so I'm sorry, but I don't I know how they. I don't know how they tell. I mean, maybe there are sensors in the wheel. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. It's probably the weight. Wouldn't surprise your me. Hand, your hands on the wheel will give like some maybe kind some of resistance. A I don't feedback. know resistance. Yeah, exactly. Um, this reminds me of a a book that I think James and I have both read called Robopocalypse. And actually, yeah. I'm sorry, that's not. It's by the same author, but it's not that book. It's another book called Amped. And I thought, in that yeah. book, I thought you said Robopocalypse. That's what I thought. You said. Robo, <laughs> Robopocalypse. Um, both books are are by Daniel H. Wilson. And the but the second book is called Amped, as in you know, man, I'm amped, I'm amped up, you know. And in the book, they have trucks that are self-driving trucks. But they still require a driver to be um, sitting there and with his hands kind of on the wheel, but he's not really driving. It's kind of interesting. So I thought, oh, this is exactly like in that book. They're going to start requiring that. So 
I would like to see a movie called Bro Robo Apocalypse. I feel like that'd be a movie like you're standing on the street corner and a guy comes out and he's got a pink polo shirt on with another polo shirt underneath. His collars pops. He's got a maybe like a <laughs> visor on reversed. And he's like, sup, bro. And then another guy comes out and he's like, sup, bro. And it's like repeats, repeats, repeats. And you're like, oh, shit. And they're like, sup, bro. And you hear it like all in like, like an echo. You're like, sup, bro. You know, you're like running, 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 running. You're like, you want to play with my hacky sack? You're like, no. It's a bro apocalypse. Dude, what? All right, what about this? <laughs> a movie called Brobocop. <laughs> but the cop has has uh, retractable armor like the helmets from the Stargate movie, but the armor is collars. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll, like pop your collar. Yeah, but like it pops collar upon collar upon collar to turn into a helmet, yeah. a, a mask. Ah, I like it. Yes, I like it. I like that. Yeah. Speaking of that, did you guys see the link I sent you about the uh, the remake of uh, RoboCop? No. Uh, I did. You did. I did. I think I did. You watched the video. Uh, I think I did. I remember being depressed. That's all I remember. Yes, that is... Well, I don't know if that's the right emotion, but... <laughs> so there's a... Just so you guys know, I'm not going to talk about it in great detail. You should not go watch this. It's horrible. But, but there's a video out there on the internet. Basically, there's a there's a fan remake of the first RoboCop movie. And these different groups of fans took it upon themselves to redo different parts of the movies. So let's say James and I reenact the first five minutes of the movie. And then Evan and one of his coworkers reenact the second, you know, the second five minutes of the movie and so on and so forth for, but they do the whole movie, right? It ends up being the whole movie and it ends up being edited together. And I watched the scene. I watched one of the scenes that was remade and they, they actually did a very good job of making it look like the original movie. But, you know, it had a twist, right? You know, they changed it and it was so ridiculous over the top and so disgusting. The ball shooting scene, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He shoots like 20 guys in the balls, like again and again and again. Oh, that's and what you- that was from? Yeah. I saw that clip. Yeah. This guy has his di- this guy just has his dick out. His dick's just out. <laughs> Why is his dick out? Oh God! And it's like very graphic. Yeah. yeah, I think it's. I would say this: it's worth a watch just to, because it's so ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Uh, I don't know if anyone should watch this or not. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, but that's what the internet's for—for for crazy bullshit. So yeah. So the remake is full length. Um, I believe so. Okay, but but this clip is floating around on the internet because it's so ridiculous yeah. of just this one scene. But I believe there's a website that has the full shot for shot remake, you know, quote unquote, of the movie. I'm down. Jesus. Uh, In this scene, he must shoot like 45 dicks. Oh, it's so graphic. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. It's like rape corner. Everyone comes there to rape, and he's there shooting them in the dick. Pretty much. Oh. That's a very accurate description, Evan. Thank you. No problem. This guy's throwing up on it. Oh, God. It's so graphic. (laughs) 
It is so. Oh, this guy's picking at it. It's so graphic. <laughs> Putting in the show notes for everyone to enjoy. Oh my god! Why would you do that? Come on, do it. <laughs> I should have even brought this up. I don't even know why I brought this up. It's this all your fault. Because you're into this. This is your. This is what you're into. Anyone who watches it and is disgruntled, please blame. Well, me. I'm into RoboCop. I'll give you that. <laughs> He's like, you're into this. You're into dick shooting or whatever. <laughs> like RoboCop remake, scene twenty-seven. There you go. The real yeah, reason the full, we need gun control. The full movie's at ourrobocopremake.com. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay, so getting back on track. So we were talking about Tesla here. <laughs> One of the comments says, your move, creeps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, okay. uh, Evan, looks like you put another story in here. Uh, we have something from the the homeland, the motherland, Japan. Yes. So this is, I like this. I like this already. In a in, it, in a historic event, a new uh, uh, super heavy synthetic element has been discovered, verified, and will be added to the periodic table. It is element one thirteen, previously known as anuntrium. Uh, the International Union of Pure and Applied Chemistry determined that papers published by Riken Institute between 2004 and 2012 show the first evidence of discovery of this, uh, of this element. It was discovered by bombarding bismuth atoms in a particle accelerator at 10% the speed of light, fusing two atoms together, which decayed in less than one thousandth of a second. But it was repeatable. Jeez. So Japan is the the country of origin, I'll say, and they get to name it. And as they have great pride in themselves, rightfully so, Mike, you will like this name. They are naming it Nihonium. That's awesome. Yes. That is awesome. It's relevant because Japan's name is Nihongo. I guess it's not, it's the language is called Nihongo. What is the well, Nihon is just Japan, it, or it could be Nippon also, yeah. but Nihon is Japan. Nihon Go is Japanese, the language. Nihon Jin is Japanese, like a person. So there you go. So all from the root word Nihon, you know? Um, so they have Nihonium. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Now, I you, you know, like I don't that. know. If, that that is great. Now, if you guys don't already know, I'm sure you know, Evan. Um, there are already um, other elements that have been "quote unquote" discovered. I'll I'll just use the word "created," but yeah, you know, whatever. Um, there's one called Americanium. Yeah. <laughs> there's another one called Californium. Yep. So I mean, there's more than that, but just so oh, there's you guys tons know, of name ones that are named after. There's fucking Einsteinium. There is Einsteinium. That's right. Yeah. Polonium, named after Poland. Mm-hmm. So it's not the first element to be named after a country or a place, but... It is the first one from an Asian country. There you go. So good good for them. Good on them. Yes. They finally get to join the club. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? So there you go. All right. What would you, what would you name your... Uh... Your discovery, Michael. What? Blowerum? No. Blowerium? Oh, I like that. Blowerium. Yeah. Ah! 
I it's would like an, an, an aquarium full of tears. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> what would you name yours? I, I would take uh, a name that is both mine and the name of an old uh, anime uh, and name it Evangelium. Ooh, Ooh I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. A mix cool. of myself and Jello and chemicals. Evangelium. I like that. That's what um, Jello is. Yourself yeah. and chemicals. No. Um. No. <laughs> yeah, yourself like bones. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I think I call mine uh, jerkoffium. Broadium. No, no, Ooh, I like broadium. That's a good one. Yeah. Jerkoffium, man. Don't, don't be an asshole, man. Come on. No, because every time someone, every time people see it, they're gonna have fun with it. They're like. This fucking guy, man, he made my day today. You know what I mean? We need let's get a little jerk off him out of this. I mean, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> Every time you say it, it'll be the most fun element. It'll be the party element. Even though if you ingest it, it'll murder you. What if they start <laughs> pronouncing it wrong? What if they say jerk of him? Oh, See? I'll be dead by then and I'll, and I'll be angry. <laughs> you'll I'll be, be a dead, dead angry guy? You'll be haunting yeah. all the labs of the world who are using it in, in chemical tests. Be horrible. Maybe they'll resurrect you with a little blowarium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a little 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 uh little jerk off him to the to the tookus, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> get you right up out of the grave. It's the most effective <laughs> injection site. That's right. Oh, right in the tookus. Alright, let's 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 go. Let's get going. <laughs> let's go to the tookus. Alright. Alright. So um we have a uh under the uh, stranger danger heading here. We have a couple couple stories here. Uh, did you put these here, James? Oh boy, did I? A word on passwords. Oh yeah, I did. And it says there. you need a password manager. Yeah. So okay. So basically, uh, this was this when I put this in here. I was kind of like thinking about password managers. I felt like my computer was probably like a, a botnet, and I needed. To, <laughs> you mean part <laughs> of a botnet? Part of a botnet, I needed to get my password manager game up and running, so I wanted to dive right in. So I went to this Wired article here, and it's here for you guys to see a word on passwords. Um, and they basically they give a rundown of the various password managers. I picked one that I knew Michael didn't have, uh, just so we could kind of give you guys the pros and cons. Uh, I picked Dashlane. It's not bad. Uh, I think I don't know enough about how it works, so I don't want to give you guys a full report on it yet. I do have it installed. I have the the extensions installed. I have it installed on my mobile device and things like that. Um, but I have not gotten like dive, di- dove completely into it yet. So my first impression is I don't like it. But I also will be I also will be very honest and say I have not made a lot of effort to understand it or get it installed completely. So I don't want to give you guys a full review of it. Um, I think in this this world we're living in, password managers are very important. I don't know, Michael. What do you think? Uh, I'd have to say definitely. Um, when you told me you were not using a password manager, I was I was taken aghast. I was very shocked. Um, Evan, you are you not using a password manager as well? Hell no. No one uses one, but you might. So that is, that is a total lie. I think um, you're weird for using one. I am not weird for using one, uh, well, and that's that's, this, this is the new future. Because otherwise, you have to use the same five passwords for, uh, or the same two passwords, or the same one password for uh, all your websites, unless unless you have some kind of system 
which um, from what I understand, a lot of people will develop a system like they'll use the same password, but they'll say, oh, okay, well, this is for Amazon. So my password, even though my password is I love bacon, um, I'll make it Amazon. I love bacon, you know, and that'll be their password or something like that. Um, you know, and then, so for Yahoo, it'll be Yahoo. I love bacon or whatever, you know? Um, so, which is not a bad strategy, I guess, but it's still not great. Um, to be truly secure, you, you probably need a long password. And as we know, longer passwords are harder to remember. Um, now long and random. Well, there's some debate about, so, okay. Yeah, of course, random, random is better. Um, but random, random and long or just long is probably equals uh, equal amounts of difficulty. The nice thing about just being long is you could make a long one. That's easy to remember. So. Yeah, but you don't want to, whatever you make, you don't want to use it in seven places. No, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You, you definitely need like and see that's the one password for each thing. That's, that's that's the problem, and that's the reason you would want to use a password manager. Yeah. Because um, otherwise, it just gets too complicated trying to keep track of all these different different things. Um, like you said, you want you try you're trying to use Dashlane. That's fine. Uh, I see it's forty dollars a year if you get the premium version, which you probably want to get um, if you're actually going to use it. Um, you know, I mean, I don't mean you, but anybody. Um, yeah. Uh, there are other ones out there. I use LastPass. Um, LastPass is free. Really, you would need to get the premium version if you're really going to use it. Good thing, though, it's only $12 a year. It's not $40 a year. So that's nice. I mean, you know, it's probably not a big difference, you know, relatively speaking, you know, in the grand scheme of things. But still uh you know a little bit of a difference there there are other ones out there there's key pass which is a free one k e e p a s s um that one though does not install in your browser that one's just an application that you run on your computer and it has like a little database where you keep the passwords um you can and of course you can protect it with a with a password itself that's how all these things work um Another one that I'll just mention is called One Password. I know a lot of people. That's another popular one out there, but I've I've never used it. The only one I've ever the only ones I've ever used personally is LastPass and KeePass. So there you go. Um, well, we'll, we'll do. We'll talk more about yeah. this when I when I have more time to work with it. Absolutely, and give a real comparison. Um, you know, like I said, I did not pick Dashlane for any particular reason. I picked it because it was one that Michael did not have so that we could give you guys a good idea of what's what's better. Dashlane seems to be the big competitor to, to LastPass, which is the the big guy on the block, I think. So um, more on that in the future when I have time to play with it. And um, that, that takes us to our next point, our next uh, little thing here in the Stranger Danger, uh, LeakSource.com. Leak, uh, yeah, LeakSource.com. Basically, this is a site that takes all the leaked data, leaked password data, they decrypt it after however long it takes. They decrypt the data, and they get the data from the dark web or from here or from there or just from torrents or wherever the data is released by hackers. They decrypt the password data, and they post it up so you can – and then they allow you in a database to search using username or email address or site to figure out if you were or hacked. Or even first name or last name. Yeah, or either first name or last name. So you can use that to find out if you were hacked. 
I used it to. Uh, it's a good way I, though to get the passwords of your friends. <laughs> it is. It is that. Um, so I mean, there's obviously some ethical things with this. I think uh, ethical questions to you have ask. To pay yourself. money though, right? Yeah, you have to pay money. Uh, it's very cheap. I paid eleven dollars for seven days of access. Um, so uh, my access is up right now, but I got it so that Evan and Michael could take a look at it. I think they all did. We all saw what the deal was with it. It's a very nice tool. Uh, if you want to search to see if you were involved in the hack, mind you, you do not have to pay to use the site. You can go to the site, type in your name, and see if you come up. And if you come up, you can assume you were hacked. You know, if your name is in their list, you got hacked. So you don't have to pay. Um, it just doesn't give you any detail at all, like zero detail, if you weren't, uh, if you don't pay. You know, and some things, I think certain databases are obscured. So I guess you do have to pay if you're looking for certain targeted data. Like I think the LinkedIn data right now you have to pay to look at. Mm -hmm. But um, it's very cheap, and you can buy one day, two day, five days, 11 days, whatever, a month, a lifetime, whatever. It's very cheap. So it's worth it. It's worth getting if you're interested in that or if you, like, think you got hacked, go buy it once, use it for a day, and say, okay, I was hacked and never use it again. Um, I, you know, I think as far as ethically speaking, you know, for me, back when this was hacked, I used the same password for everything. So this was very dangerous if someone wanted to, like, run my name. Like, if I was a hacker and I wanted to get into somebody's current password, I'd go to this site, pay for a thing, search their name, see what password they used for something, then use that same password and email address on other things to see if I could get into it. You know? So there's lots of problems with it. There's some ethical questions to be asked, but, you know, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Um, it's a very interesting site. The link's here. You guys do with it what you want. We're not here to judge on it. Michael's put one in there. What do you got, Michael? So I put another one in there. This I'll, I only brought this one. I only put this one in there because they've talked about it on Twit. Um, this is the one they go to. Have I been pwned .com. Um, Now, this one, I don't know that it actually reveals a password. I'm, I'm, it probably doesn't. Um, but this one is just you can put in an email address or a username and hit search, and then it'll tell you, you know, has it been have I been breached or not? You know, have I been hacked? Or is you know are these accounts part of the part of the um, the breaches that have happened? So the ones it searches are MySpace, LinkedIn, Adobe. If you have an account with Adobe.com, uh, VK, which is oh that's been hacked. That's nice. That's um that's like a Facebook, but mainly for mainly uh, used by people in Russia. Um, Tumblr apparently has been hacked. Ashley Madison is here. So a bunch of different stuff is on here. Um, this one you don't pay for as far as I know. Um, I think this was a little more ethical. But this one, it. yeah, you don't, it doesn't actually yeah. show you any passwords. So, and, and, and look, I like the other one from a, from a hacker hacking and social engineering perspective. I like the other one, but this one, like I just put in my Yahoo account and it's like, Oh, your Adobe thing from 2013 and MySpace from 2008 were both hacked, you know? Mm -hmm. um, which are accounts that I basically don't do anything with anymore, but um, yeah, they were both hacked. Right. So it's you know. Well, I I saw this site and I saw I was like, oops! I saw that my MySpace account was hacked and I saw which password it used, which is a password that just like everyone else, I used to use pretty much the same password everywhere, and it was of course that password. Now, luckily, since then I've been changing my password to various sites, um, especially since I started using a password manager. So now 
on most of the sites that matter, including my banking site and eBay and this and that, you know, it's not just the same password all over the place. Um, and even on a couple accounts, I've turned on two-factor authentication. So even if you got my password and tried to log in, it would say, "Oh, give me the give me the code," you know. So you want to try to turn that on if you can. But um, that being said, this let me this reminded me that I had a MySpace account. I was like, "Oh shit, I have a MySpace account." I was like, "Let me go try to log in." And sure enough, I was able to log into my MySpace account. And I was like, "God, why do I still have this? This is crazy." So I went into the account settings of my MySpace account and I said, delete the account <laughs> and I got rid of it. And yeah. you know, that's something none of us do. Of course. Right. We go to all these different websites, we create accounts and then we stop using them and we just abandon them. Right. Yeah. Of course. You know, maybe some of these accounts, it doesn't matter. They don't have any information about you. Who gives a shit. Right. But some of these things like MySpace, you know, MySpace is basically the Facebook before Facebook was around. Right. So, so MySpace has pictures up there, has, you know, oh, like my posts, my status updates, whatever, you know. I don't That's think... Social engineers wet dream. Yeah. So I was like, why even keep this around? I'm not using it. So I just killed it. You know, I was like, all right, done. I mean, I went, I changed the password just for fun. And then I closed the account. I was like, all right, boom, gone. <laughs> so there you go. Um. So, yeah. So now another thing I'll just mention now, this is just the Uber, Uber paranoid side of me. These, these websites like this, have I been pwned and the other one that you uh, gave us, James leaked source. I'm so paranoid that I, I didn't want to put my email address into any of these. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's harvesting email addresses. <laughs> you can never be sure you're taking a risk. Every you know, time. now you're what right, can they right. do? Okay. They'll send me more spam. Big whoop, you know, but Still, something to, to consider when you go to any of these websites that say, oh, we'll check and see if you were hacked, you know? And do me a favor. Don't go to a website that says, we check and see if we were hacked and type in a username and password. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a credential stealing website. <laughs> you know, you know? <laughs> That's a great way to get hacked. Yeah, that's yeah. a great way to get hacked. Um, now, I'm sure this leakedsource.com is okay. And I'm sure that this I have been, have I been pwned website is okay. I'm sure they're fine, you know, but just the paranoid side of me is like, eh, you know, eh. So just something to think about. Um, yeah, I feel the same right. way. The, when I first logged in and searched for my old Yahoo email, uh, mm-hmm. I was debating on which one, if I should search for my current one, but I picked the, the one that I have not logged into in probably four years and I don't know the password anymore. <laughs> Right, exactly. So there you go. Um, <clears throat> all right, you guys want to say anything about that or uh, anything else? Or we we covered that one. No, I'm good. James? No, no, I'm good, man. I think I think we'll we'll talk more about passwords and stuff when I we have more information about that. Sounds so, good. Right now, I think we're good. <clears throat> okay, I just wanted to uh, quickly mention there's a. Uh, a Android security bulletin. So apparently this is a thing that Google puts out now. Um, and apparently they put it out monthly. I don't know if that's true or not, but someone told me, or I, I heard somewhere, someone told me, no one told me. I, I heard it on another podcast <laughs> that they they put these out monthly, just like Microsoft puts out updates every month. Um, Google is putting out Android updates now every month for their devices 
And so this, I put a link in the show notes. It show, it's called Android, Android Security Bulletin, and it's for June. And they detail all the different uh, remote code execution vulnerabilities and blah, blah, blah that are available. And, of course, a lot of these are someone could send you an email or even a text message with an embedded photo, you know, an embedded file. And just you viewing it or your phone, your phone parsing it. So I don't even know if you have to do anything except receive it. It might say, oh, a mess, you know, a thing. Let me display it on the screen for you. And then, bam, it, it, it executed that code, basically. And now you've been owned, you know. So <clears throat> very important to get the most up-to-date security uh, updates for your device, if possible. The big problem with all these mobile devices is if you have one that you got through a mobile carrier, which... I'd probably say 90 to 95% of people have done in America. No one, you know, m most people don't go and buy one from, <laughs> um, most people don't go and buy one from, uh, directly from Google, you know, like you can buy them from the, from the Google play store. And they're, I think they're just called Google play devices. Um, go to the Nexus phone. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Nexus. Exactly. That's what it's called. So if you, you could buy one that's, you know, pure Android, quote unquote, and that way you're always getting the, the latest updates and everything straight from Google. Right. The problem is if you have, like, let's say, a Samsung or, you know, a Motorola or any of the other phones, the updates have to first go through the manufacturer of the device like Samsung or Motorola or whoever. And then it, it has to go through the carrier. So if you have Verizon or AT&T, Verizon or AT&T have to say, okay, let's get this update and let's test it on these Samsung phones and make sure it works. And okay, well, you know, three months later, okay, the updates work. Good, good, good. And then they finally push them out, you know? So unfortunately, it's not the most efficient way to do things. Um, but it's just something to be aware of. You know, usually your phone will prompt you if there are updates available. It'll say, hey, you know, I want to download updates. Um, should I go ahead and do this? Or sometimes it just does it. So you should, you should probably go ahead and do that if you can. Um, you know, always, always have a backup of your data because with any updates, it could always go wrong, but you know, you should always have a backup of your data anyway. What if you lose your phone or if it gets stolen, what if it just malfunctions, you know? So you should always have a backup. Um, all right, so enough of that. The only other thing I wanted to mention here under Stranger Danger was a, a little story I saw in Wired about a hardware backdoor. So these people, uh, I believe this was at a, so this, it just says Michigan researchers, so I'm not sure if this is at a school or what, but they were able to engineer a chip or take a real chip. Oh, sorry. Is it, the, it was at the University of Michigan. Um, and so they were able to take a, take a chip design, add something very subtle to the chip, and then the chip was put into a production device, and it was able to be – they were able to exploit this vulnerability that they put – this back door that they put in the chip. And the article, which is from Wired, I put it in the show notes. I put a link in the show notes. They talk about how it's 
it's virtually undetectable even under a microscope. <laughs> and even if you try to like test the chip and say, you know, you know, like you try to run, you know, like, like we like to say, throw commands at it, you know, um, there's no way to, there's no way to know. So this is just something to be aware of. Now, this is something I've actually thought of for a while and I'm sure this is not something new, but this is definitely, um, this is definitely something that could happen. Like, let's say, you know, where's all our stuff made these days? China, right? So what's to stop, you know, maybe the government of China to add a little something, something to some of the chips. Maybe it's in our iPhones. Maybe it's in our Android phones. Maybe it's in our Cisco routers. You know, who knows, right? It is. Haven't they been saying they do that already? Cisco mm -hmm. has had hardware backdoors for a while. Yeah, they've been saying that China, they do that, they put backdoors in network devices for a while, yeah, I thought. Yeah, definitely their own. Well, there you have it. Illuminati confirmed, as they say. Um, <laughs> no, but really, I mean, this is just, you know, they, they, they took, okay, they're like, okay, we know this is possible, or we think this is possible, can we actually do it? They did it. So, you know, we know it's possible, and we know it can be done. Was it just a um, test, or did they design it to sort of harvest certain oh, uh, no, 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 data, no. or was it just like a way in? No, it's just it's just a test, you know. It's just a test. It's like a research project, you know. It's like, oh, this is my research project, you know. Nice. Like, can I build a car that drives itself, or you know, can I build a a chip where I can steal the data? You know, <laughs> that's that's what it is, you know. So, there you go. Um, for more details of what they actually did, which I'll be honest, I read the article. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about, but they, they give you the, the technical details in the article. They say they give it like a charge back door or something, some kind of gate. I don't know. I don't know anything about processors. So, you know, if someone actually knows what they're talking about, I'm sure they could read that and they'd know they say, Oh, okay. You know, but I have no idea. So it doesn't mean anything to me. Um, so, yeah, all right, well, that's all I got to say about that. Um, anything under, let's see, what else we got going on here? Sci-fi. Okay, so under sci-fi, so James, I don't know if you've seen this movie, you probably have, um, Ex Machina, Ex Machina? Not. You haven't? No, it seems like it's too deep, too deep for its own good. Uh, kind of. Seems like it's an introspective look on AI and relationships and AI and murder. So it's it's <laughs> deep, but it's not too deep for its own good. It's not, yeah. Really? Okay, well, I'll check it out then. Um, I, I finally watched it the other night. Um, I, th I think, Evan, you, you saw it a while ago. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I watched it the other day. Now, I'll, I'll be honest, I watched it. I thought it was going to end a little differently than it did, so I wasn't 100% happy with the way it ended but it wasn't wasn't a bad movie you know it was interesting it's like chappy i never saw chappy so i don't know i never saw the end but it's not like chappy so i thought um i thought ex machina was very good well directed um but it's only it's one of only two movies where at the when you see the climax when you see the ending i actually hate the uh the the person who did it 
Like, when I saw the ending of this movie, I'm not going to, like, ruin it, but one of the characters I now hate in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Now I have to see it. Yeah. So, the only other one is from a movie called Hard Candy, and it's uh, Ellen Page. Sounds like a winner. It's, I mean, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Did you, do either of you know what it is? No. Okay. I've heard of it. I don't know. So, there's this guy who goes and basically, like, not kidnaps, but coerces underage girls to come back to his place where he drugs and or rapes and or kills them. So Ellen Page is the friend of one of his victims. She baits herself in, drugs him, tortures him, kills him, and then dips out. And I was like, fuck you, Ellen Page. And that's it. Interesting. Yeah. It's not really worth watching. I mean, it's not a great movie. But that's the I figured that's the only other one where I hate the person. Your description makes it seem like you're rooting for the killer. I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny that. <laughs> There's another movie where we root for the quote unquote killers, which is a great movie, although I'm sure it is it is in no way in the same league as hard candy. It's just um, the way it played out. Right. Right. It's um and the movie I'm talking about is of course The Shawshank Redemption. Oh yeah. I mean the I thought the warden was a fucking dickhead, but I didn't hate him. You did what? I thought the warden was a dickhead, but I didn't hate him or anything. Yeah, plus that movie wasn't really like anti-heroes. Like I think that's a whole thing that's going on right now where we like start to like Dexter. Like you look at Dexter, Dexter's a fucking homicidal maniac. They taint, they kind of painted him with this brush of like, I only kill people who deserve to be killed. But he was a fucking murderer who chopped people up and fucking killed them for the orgasm it gave him and threw their body into the fucking, into the fucking slipstream. Is that you what that I mean? show so was about? Was, you didn't know I've that never was seen a Dexter single episode of Dexter. Dude, it's about him murdering people. <laughs> yeah, he's he works for the police department, but he's not a cop. He's like a crime scene investigator or something. Yeah, and um, and yeah, he kill basically he kills other killers or he kills serial killers. Basically. That was his thing, but he he didn't he didn't just kill serial killers. Like there's several t- times when he killed he just killed other people, like bad guys, yes, but he killed other people, and that's just Hollywood's way to say whatever. But that's just a doorway from that. They're like, they'll make a movie where uh, someone kills, he just kills people. And you're like, I kind of want to root for this guy, you know, and he's a monster, but I kind of want to root for him because he has some redeeming qualities. You know, and Dexter was like that, you know, like he was still a fucking killer, dude. Like our whole society is built around people like him, like regardless of whether you're doing it for right or wrong. But, you know, but I, 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 I like that show, you know, I like his methodical way. Like, He's like, the plastic wrap's just got to be a certain kind of way. And he had his, like, the way he set up his kill rooms and everything. Like, they, like, really entered the mind of what you think a serial killer might be like. And I enjoyed that. Okay. 
So <laughs> and now I, you know what it was about. And I think the rest of America did too, at least as the ones who are lucky enough to get Showtime or whatever channel that was on. Yep, up uh, until the last episode, people were very angry. <laughs> well, there you go. So, um, okay. So, Ex Machina, however, however you pronounce that. Um, okay, you know, worth a watch. Um, and I thought it was interesting. Like I said, did not like the ending, but that's okay. It's up to you. Um, so yeah, go check it out. Um, I bought mine on iTunes because as James knows, I'm a shill for the, um, Apple Inc. company. Yep. So there you go. Uh, James, looks like you have uh, something in here about, uh, something. Um, yeah, I got a couple things. Uh, so basically, one of them's like all the goodies, all the stuff at E3 this year. Um, tons of cool stuff. Um, the things that I'm looking forward to most that we kind of, I think, are the big standouts. Uh, Gears of War. Not, excuse me, not Gears of War. Jesus God, no. Um, Ghost Recon, Ghost Recon Wild, Wildlands. Um, again, you know, people. some people are super upset because they're like, EA is gonna, uh, Ubisoft is gonna lie to us again and release, show us this game trailer and this footage that looks like this, and we're gonna get this game that looks like this. You know, but right now, from what I see right now, the game is exactly what I want. It's an open world, fully multiplayer, um, uh, four person game, uh, that's co-op and lets you do tactical stuff. Like, there's not gonna be the opportunity to just run in. If you just run in, you're gonna get murdered. It's not gonna work. You know, like, you'll have to, like, work together to do tactical stuff. Like, you're the sniper, you're assaulting, you're a medic, you're assaulting. Like, you'll have to work together. You're on vehicles to do the extraction. Like, it's all that kind of stuff. Very open world. It looks very exciting. Can't wait for that game um, until it comes out. We'll see. The Division was the same way. We're all very excited about The Division. Then it came out, and we played it, and we are like, oh, it's just this. And now we're never going to play it again. So hopefully this is not like that. But we'll see. This game should be out on PC and on the consoles. It's open world. It's four player. And, and what is this game called? Uh, it's called Ghost Recon Wildlands. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Hmm. Um, the only, the biggest difference between this and the Division, obviously, is that this is there's vehicle vehicles in this. The areas are much larger, like all of South America or something like that or whatever. Um, I don't know that. I'm just guessing, but it's a very huge space. It's not just a city. Um, there's missions that, I, that I'm assuming what they're going to do is start populating missions in the area, and you'll be able to hit this mission and that mission and whatever, you know. But you have your four man team, and if you don't have four people, it will populate AI players for you. So because you have to have a four man group. Honestly, I like games where you can play with an AI character to give you support, and you can tell them what to do. I like those kind of games. Um, I hate playing a, in a Don't game. Don't they do that in Call of Duty? Yeah, in the solo. In the yeah. solo, yes, they do. Yeah. Um, but I, I hate games where you're basically playing alone. Um, where, like, you are, it's like you against Hitler or you against the bad guy. Like, to me, that's unrealistic. It doesn't make sense. And it just breaks my immersion and it's stupid. So I'm glad this game has, like, at least you get four AI characters if you're playing alone, which is the biggest problem in a lot of games today. Games need to be played with other people, and you have to play alone or play with fucking little kids or idiots, and the game gets screwed for you, and you can't have fun. It's That's what's happening in the Division. So that's probably the coolest, the big standout for me, because uh, I'm personally excited about that game. 
other lots of very creepy stuff that's coming out. Resident Evil 7 trailer. All the links in the description. There's tons of goodies here. They finally put a uh, a date on the uh, on uh, on Last Guardian, which is supposed to be the successor to Shadow of the Colossus. I don't know if it's actually going to be. They say the spiritual successor. Um, they've been advertising that game and showing us clips of that game for like seven years of uh, Last Guardian. So we'll see. That's the game with the the little kid, the little Mayan kid, and the massive dog thing with horns and ears who's jumping all on the. Oh yeah. Pyramid. That's the game. So there's finally a release date. Who knows if Japanese Japan will ever come out with it? Um, let's see, Skyrim remastered, like special edition. I guess it's gonna have more like bigger boob mods or something. Who knows? Um, there's a 44 minute trailer, uh, 44 minute of gameplay footage of Battlefield One running around. So far, it looks like a fucking World War Two, World War One. Uh, first person shooter. I'm totally in, totally depressed. It's really? not doesn't look great. Yeah, it I thought it was supposed to be freaking amazing. It looks boring. It looks it looks like every other fucking first person shooter. It's a, like you're on a filthy battlefield I mean, and you're shooting old shit. You know, guns. I mean, I don't I don't know what they can do anymore, you know. It's like it's been done to death, right? So what are you supposed I mean, to do? It, it's like, oh, well, we got to have, you know, <laughs> I mean, what else could you do? I mean, no, I feel like this genre is about to reach its death knell. I mean, I feel like the, the FPS genre is going to be will only only be I feel like the future of FPS will only be distinguished by the tournament style games, games that differentiate themselves and the game that can be played by lots of people for a long period of time in a tournament style gameplay or games with highly tactical and highly skilled gameplay. But a game like this does not fall in any of those categories. It's just a plain old ordinary first person shooter with weird guns. And it's not like like there's Titanfall 2, right? Titanfall 2, they've released it. The the single player looks pretty good. It's a story I definitely want to follow. Mm-hmm. But they've added functionality to the to the to the Titan characters that let them do more in the battlefield. Um that that's not gonna be the case with Battlefield 1 because they can only work within certain constraints, right? So of realism. So they're not going to be like, oh, if you have this freaking Irish guy, you can shoot a grappling hook up fucking Russian German guy's ass. You know what I mean? It's, that's not a thing. You know what I mean? It's it's going to be very traditional first person shooter in this other environment. So it's like pull the skin off of Battlefield 2142, pull the skin off of all these other Battlefield games and throw a World War One skin on it. Um, we'll have to see what the what the single player looks like. We'll have to see what they like the the play with the horses and the and the biplanes and the Arabian package looks like. But this is going to be an episodic game. They're going to be releasing chunks over periods of time that you're going to have to pay for. Battlefield so, One. Battlefield One. So it's not super impressive. Um, let's see. Dishonored Two is up here. We've been waiting for Dishonored Two for a while. Dishonored One, pretty good looking game. I definitely like enjoyed watching people play it and enjoyed looking at it. It looks like a cool game. Didn't seem like I have a lot of replayability for me, but I liked it. I liked looking at the game. Um, this one, and that game was like a, in a world. Like, and I told Evan earlier while with the show was, but while before we got started, that I felt like it was like a kind of rejected Bioshock universe is where it takes place. Um, this game, it looks the same to me. Stealth gameplay, um, but it's way more gory, way more bloody, way more in your face, way more like kind of shocking for the sake of shockingness. I leave the trailer for you to watch and get your own take on it. I don't know. I thought it was like too much. 
Um, there's also a uh, Gods of War, a new Gods of War. So Kratos is back. He's got a beard. Um, it looks good. He has a son now. Um, so that looks kind of interesting. Um, there's a video here on Mass Effect Andromeda, which was rumored and now it's coming. They're talking about. Um, it's not a gameplay, it's just some little bits and pieces and with a little, with a little, like, kind of what might be considered gameplay, but not really. Um, no, no, no definitive thing saying this is gameplay footage. Um, what else we got here? Uh, oh, Prey. So Prey is probably the creepiest thing I've ever seen. That thing looks like a time-traveling, mind-losing, um, reality, fourth-wall-breaking game that takes place in the future and you're some guy and he keeps the video has to say it all. Go watch the video. I'm going to send you guys the link here. It's in the show notes. The page is covered with links of games that are coming out. Definitely worth watching. Take a look, get, let us know what you think. Uh, some of them look very, like very, very much so worth your time. Some of them don't. Oh, dead rising four for the dead rising fans. They're bringing back the main character. It's gonna be taking. It's gonna take place in a mall and out in the city and stuff with wacky weapons and stuff like that. So if you're a fan of Dead Rising, you're a fan of the main character West uh, or whatever his name is, you know, then this is the game for you. And they're going back to what they know best, which is what people kind of were speculating they were gonna do. So um, that's that. Link is in the show notes. Uh, last for me is is the new book I've been reading, uh, thanks to Audible. Uh, not thanks to Audible, because I bought this book with my Audible subscription, so they didn't give me this book. But I've read three of them in this week. The book's amazing. It's about a five-book series it's called The Mindspace Mind Investigations. It takes place in a post-war um, Earth where there was a technology war with where, this, where sentient machines have bombarded the world the only way worse humanity was saved was by telepaths and after that the telepath guild was created along with a few other telepaths guilds on a lower level but the big telepath guild was created um and they were basically as a reward for saving humanity they were given their leeway they said you can police yourself you have full control of yourself um but we have full control of all humanity. You have full control of all telepaths. So um, it's kind of political intrigue, but mystery. If you're familiar with the Dresden Files or the Dresden books where the guy's a sorcerer, the main character's a lot like that, except I stopped listening to that book series because the main character's very pouty, very silly, very lame. This main character, he's pouty, but he's also a huge asshole. Like, he won't apologize. Like, he has a lot of really bad qualities, where the Dresden File character has a lot of good qualities, and people just beat him up, and he takes the blame for stuff all the time. And people are always putting him in these weird situations, and he's like, it's my fault. Like, I hate characters like that. This guy isn't that kind of character, or he is that kind of character, except he deserves everything that's coming from him, because he's a fucking monster. Like, he's a horrible person. <laughs> um He's a former addict, and the author understands addiction in a way that I've never seen. Like, when I listen to him talk about his drug of to choice and how his decision-making process or whether he should go and use or not, it reminds me of when I'm, like, sitting at the light thinking, should I go to the strip club right now or should I smoke a cigarette right now? You know, it's like it's like that. It's like that inner battle with yourself. You're like, this is bad and I shouldn't do it. And it feels so real. 
Like, there's a, a visceral realness to this that I haven't gotten from any other book before. Like, he, you feel addicted with him. You know, it, the, that's the only reason this keep me listening to this series. The series is very good, but I don't like soft characters or characters who have lots of trouble who never who never stand up and say, I'm going to fucking knock some teeth out and take names. And this is that kind of character. He does not do that, but he does uh, kind of, he, he just makes it. Um, and it's good. It's well-written. The characters are good. There's good character building. I'm really pleased with it. Um, Mind Space Investigations, there's about four or five books. The first one I listened to was called Rabbit Trick. It's about an hour long. Uh, you can find it free on the Audible channel section right now if you want. Listen to the rabbit trick. That's what got me into it. And the second book is called... I don't know what the first book is called. The very first full-length book. I don't know what that one's called. The second one's called Clean. The last one's called Sharp. So, And there's about two or three more after that. So definitely worth checking out. The author's name is Alex Hughes. Um, very enjoyable. Take your time and check it out. It's pretty good. Alex Hughes, huh? Yeah, Alex Hughes. Awesome. Um... James, going back to your games um, thing in E3, I wanted to ask you about two things. Now, one is not strictly related to E3, but it is game-related. I know that a new game was recently recently released by Blizzard. Overwatch. Overwatch. There you go. Thank you. Give me the rundown. What's Overwatch? Why do people Um, like it? Should we be playing it right now? What's going on? Okay. Okay, so I don't like like I don't I could care less about uh, um, what's the game that Overwatch is is basically a clone of Mike Team Evan? Fortress Two. Yeah, I don't care about Team Fortress Two. I did when it first came out. I thought it was very interesting, but the gameplay is so fast that you can't really do anything. You can't settle in and base build and stuff like that. Like it's so much happening, and you know, unless you have a solid team, you know, you're just gonna go in there and fucking like run around and feel like what you did didn't matter at the end of the game. That's how I feel about these type of games. So Overwatch isn't for me. Um, everyone's excited about it. Everyone loves it. People think it's the best thing since sliced bread. I really don't understand why, because it's not my bag. So, of course, I didn't mention it. To me, it's just another super fast-paced first-person shooter that stuff's happening so quickly, I don't care about it, you know? It has a bunch of different characters with a bunch of different techniques and skill sets that offer balance to all the other characters, and the thing that makes this one a little bit different in Team Fortress is there's a storyline that runs concurrently through through gameplay. I don't know if that's in single player or dual or regular player mode, but there is a storyline that goes through, and it's supposed to be pretty interesting. So you can actually see the storyline chunks on YouTube. They're all in there now. Um, but uh, I don't know. Evan might be a better person to ask about this because I'm, I don't know if he plays it, but uh, it's not not my thing, and I'm not interested in it at all. Should you be playing it? No. Why do you say that? Uh, it's not fun if you're any good at any other game. Because you definitely need like five other people who actually know what they're doing. Yeah. And uh, that doesn't exist. Except if you're playing with professionals, which you won't be because they'll be playing with other professionals. Yeah, see, and that, that, that is what spoils these type of games for me. Because like a game that involves proper team play, unfortunately, for me to enjoy the game, I have to have a proper team. You know, like, if I have a game that, like, you have an engineer, a medic, a spy, a heavy gunner, a pyromaniac, whatever, you have all these characters, all those characters offer balance, 
and for them to use you properly, you aren't going to run in with your engineer and your spy and then have your sniper uh, also run in and he's just shooting people with a pistol or using a knife. Like, that's... You're not going to do that. That's not how you play these games, but that's how they're played on the web because whatever. So I think maybe there's people out there having golden moments where they get just the right group and they have a great time playing these games. They're like, yeah, this game is great. But the reality is Joe Schmo is not going to have a golden moment. You're going to go in there and it's going to be literally 11-year-olds yelling the N-word and fucking dropping the F-bomb for like 15 to 20 minutes straight. And <laughs> then you're going to walk away upset and fucking alone because the game sucked your life away so and hmm. it just i don't know that's how i feel about it yeah wow. plus you this is, you know it's another 60 dollar game and you'd have to buy a new video yeah. card exactly well i already have to do that so um well, will you be will you be playing it in six years or six months you know, that's i mean yeah so i mean it's probably not for me is it for somebody yeah sure sure and it will Absolutely be from somebody for a long time because Blizzard just puts a lot of money in it. But I don't think it's a very good game. Hmm. So it's basically just a, a first-person shooter. Yes. So it's like Call of Duty. Uh, I mean, you have there's different characters which have different weapons and abilities and classes and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's a it can be more advanced i guess but it is a first person shooter yes hmm. i think it's team fortress with way hotter chicks <laughs> yeah yeah As a matter of fact if you wanted to report on something about that all the porn all the yes. uh, all the, <laughs> all the, all the overwatch porn all the, all the overwatch porn all the rule 34 <laughs> yeah all the rule 34 there's tons and tons of of very well very very nicely animated oh my james <laughs> Like 3D computer, you know, computer aided uh, porn out there of Overwatch characters, and I'm assuming so. I'm assuming they've stripped the characters out of the game or something. Like they've ripped the game and stripped. Oh, the like they have the actual. I mean, it's so good from the... that to me, I'm like, this has to be from yeah, this has to be from 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 game actual gameplay and the and the backdrops and stuff like that. I feel like it's probably whatever. But it's, there's lots of it. It's a huge problem. Like, they're very upset about it. They're like, oh, we've been hunting down porn left and right. Like, they've been making actively looking for the porn. So, <laughs> you know, they, they're taking it very seriously. That is, uh, that is very interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, thank you for that. I'm glad. Uh, I just wanted to hear your guys' take on that game. Um, no problem. I'll put a link in the description for the porn if you guys want to see it. Yeah. It won't be. It's not going to be a link in the description. I mean, oh, don't, don't uh, tease us. I mean, you know. Yeah, there won't be a link for that. I mean, what the hell? Why are you all cruel? Um, <laughs> but uh, no, the other thing I wanted to um, talk about, which I'm sure is being talked about at E3, um, and you probably just didn't mention it because it's probably more load, you know, uh, related to consoles, but. I don't think it's all, all consoles. The VR stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So what's going on with the VR stuff? What's going on there? What do we got? I think we're in a I think we're in a gray spot right now with the VR stuff. I think people are I think people are people are getting their uh they're getting their um what's it called? So what what's being released? Uh, what's being talked about at E3? What's what's going on? They're releasing some games, they're releasing some hardware. I, saw, I mean 
I saw two games that I know are going to be strictly for, well, not strictly, but they're like aimed at offering some kind of a buy, some kind of a buy, um, buy dual platform, like, uh, VR and console. One of them is Prey. The other one is, uh, something else. I can't remember what it was called that I saw. Prey. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple games in there that I'm like, this is definitely for VR. That's P-R-E-Y? Yes. And that whole game seems to take place from this guy's point of view. Um, it's going to have a lot of people very dizzy, very sick, very screaming. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I saw. I'm sure there's a lot of, I'm sure there's other things actually going on there. We may see th- things come out that we can talk about next week. I can look more into it, but I didn't, I, I don't know. I, I didn't see anything that jumped out right now, but it's still going on. We still got time on E3, so more will be happening. I have so- paid zero attention to any of their coverage. Mm-hmm. I've just looked at the game like new games, uh, but but here's the thing: I don't think anything of VR of note as this as of the recording of this show has come out for E3. Because honestly, if there was something of note, we would have seen it or heard about it. Oculus. Well, what what do we know? Isn't there it. a PlayStation One or something? Yeah, PlayStation's talked about one. Um, a Sony one. Samsung. Um, uh, Right. Well, not not an Xbox one. But. Well, Microsoft has their freaking three thousand dollar whatever the hell it is, right? Hololens. Yeah. Hololens. Okay. Yeah. But that's not. You can't hook that not up to your Xbox me. One and experience a VR or something. So. Yeah. That's uh. That's not that. So. Hmm. Okay. Well, maybe it just hasn't been released yet. <laughs> Excuse Bless me. You. <clears throat> so, hopefully, um. Yeah, hopefully they'll they'll talk more about that this week at E3. Maybe we can talk about it next week then. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Uh what else guys? Evan, how's the uh how's the uh, weight loss plan going? Uh going well? it's on hold on hold this week for sure. Oh, right, cuz you're you're on trial out of there. out of town. Yes, he's TDY, folks. Yep. There you go. <laughs> There's something you don't get to say every day. So, yep. Um, James, uh, I've been playing Homeworld Two Remastered. It's fucking great. Homeworld Two Remastered. Yeah, it's old, but it's great. Yeah. Although the, there's no reason for me to start talking about this game because we've been. This is going to be a four-hour podcast, but I think that that's a great game. If you want to play an RTS, you're looking for a good space-borne RTS that's cheap, Homeworld, it comes with two games in one, and it's a pretty good game. How much? Um, I think it was 20 bucks. Not bad. On Steam? Uh, on Steam, yeah. And the nice thing is, if you get Homeworld, Homeworld is, a, is a basically a platform when it comes to RTSs, because you can buy a... You can buy basically someone has reskinned the whole game and re and changed the gameplay model to be Star Wars characters, <laughs> and someone has done it for Battlestar Galactica as well. Wow! So th- there's a few different there's a few different ones that you can go and get to be to be uh, and Star Trek. I think there's a Star Trek one. So and there's definitely a uh, what's that show that me and Evan like that you don't like, Michael? Stargate. You can't understand it. Yeah, there's a Stargate one also. Disgusting. So, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. So, so you can <laughs> oh, go and cool. download mods, and the game will run the mods natively. 
you don't have to like download some weird other program that hacks it or something. Like the game is meant for mods. So that's kind of cool. That's a cool thing. And I think you can go right into the Steam Workshop and get mods from there, which is nice. has a good integration with Steam. So that I like. Interesting. All right. Uh, Evan, I think you're you're firmly on just Quake, 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 right? Yes, sir. And then there's a new Quake, but I haven't... Uh, I, I watched a bit of the trailer, but it's it was just revealed. I'll have more information next week. Okay. Quake four. What what just came out? Doom. Detect the quake. Yes. Doom came out. Yes. But and quake it's, cha- it's, quake champions will hmm. be uh, released in the future. Quake champions. Yeah, it's like a new version of Quake three, which was the best in the series. Sorry. So like remastered, you think? Um. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, that's cool. That might be a good thing because Quake Three doesn't look great. No, it's a great it's game a, with. Uh, I think from nineteen ninety nine or whatever, whatever yeah, it came I out. I mean, you can, you can tweak the graphic settings and make it look good to me, but it's not gonna. It's not like you know, the division good. Right. Yeah, the graphics are a little dated. So. Right. Um, that new that new version of Doom came out recently, but. Which I understand looks good, yeah. But uh, obviously, no no hardcore Quake Three player is probably gonna would gonna be found be... caught dead. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, apparently, the single player think... looks great. Uh, they've they got some flack for shitty multiplayer, but they've been releasing patches and making it better. I guess that's what I hear. Mm. Okay, I don't think anybody cares, dude. No, I not think... really. I think those type of games, I hate to say this because I know you're Quake fans, but I feel like those type of games, they need to come out and fucking steal the scene immediately and be fucking amazing. You know? You can't come out, screw the pooch a little bit, and then say, wait, 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 we're, we're, we're doomed. You guys loved us back in 88. You know what I mean? It's not good enough anymore. I need Wolfenstein no, 3D. All right? And how many times have they rebooted that? <laughs> Dude, you realize there was a new Wolfenstein game released like two years ago that nobody heard about. Yep. Yeah, and, and it looked really cool. It did. Yeah. I remember it you really you had one, James, that you bought, well, probably like over 10 years ago now. Yeah. But, <laughs> it was like Return to Castle Wolfenstein or something like that? or. Yeah. I wanted the new one, but it felt like, to me, I was like, it's the same as the other ones. It's like all the same, like... Okay, one guy against a bunch of Nazis in a fucking castle. Like like put it this way, like like Halo. How many times they can be like one guy against a bunch of fucking aliens in a fucking spaceship or in on a planet? Well, that's the spaceship. problem with any of these things, right? There it's the same it's the same thing, right? And yeah. we either see the same problems with movies, with T V shows, you know. It's like, oh, Go to this thing, do the encounter this problem, find a solution, and we're done. You know, that's every every episode of any TV show you've ever seen ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but dude, that's and, why they, think you know, about, that's why they love. That's why people love um, Portal, right? Yeah, it was Portal different. Doesn't have the. It was so different, and it didn't have the three story arc. Like you didn't go into Portal being like, oh, everything is good now, everything is bad now. I solved the problem. No, you're like, I don't know what's happening. Who's good? Who's bad? What's up? What's down? Am I bad? I don't know. Okay, the end. Like that's what Portal left. And you're like, what the fuck is this cake? Yeah, you're like, where's the cake? 
I want this fucking cake. It's not there. Fuck me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, and they, they've successfully done that a couple times where they've been like, okay, here's a game and you're just going to have, you can solve these puzzles, but who knows what's on the right. other there end. Are, there are some different type games. Like there's, now I haven't actually played this game, so I can't speak from experience, but there's the game and there's a couple offshoots, Alan Wake. Yes. Now that's supposed to be a good game from what I understand, you know, and not like, oh, it's a first person shooter or it's a this or it's a that, you know. It's, it's supposed to be like kind of like a mystery type thing where you're like solving things, doing stuff. Maybe it's a little bit of horror. Maybe it's going to scare you. I don't know. And there's a, I believe there's a couple Alan Wake games also. Um, so I actually own a copy of Alan Wake for Xbox 360, of all things. Um, although I don't think I've ever even cracked the, cracked the shrink wrap on it. <laughs> So I probably need to do that at some point, but, um, so th- you know, so there's a great game. Uh, what's his name? His name is Jack. Some me off. <laughs> um, so I guess my point is there are some innovative games that have come out, you know, it's not always, Oh, it's the same old crap over and over, you know, but they are few and far between. Right. Unfortunately. So there's a, there's a game that came out, okay? Um, I won't be able to feel that, remember the name of it called, unfortunately. But there's it's it, it was the guy who I saw who covered it was this Irish guy. And maybe his name was Jake or Jack. Anyway, the whole point of it was he did this, like, he played this game. This game, you were you played a... I think it was maybe a 16 or 17 year old girl. And the game, when you went into the game. It's not the Udari like simulator a, or whatever? No, not Yandere simulator. Oh, no, yeah, that. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> it's, this, is, this is like choose your own adventure type game. Uh-huh. But it's so well done, so well animated. The story's so good. I mean, oh my God, it's shocking. Um, did you guys see the game? It's called Firebase, Firepost, Fire. Yeah, Firewatch. Firewatch. So this was made in the style of Firewatch, a lot bigger game. It's an episodic game, and it's released in small chunks. So they just released the last part of it at the end of last year, and I did. I I watched playthroughs of all of them except for that last one, and I was like, "This is such a good game." I can't remember the name of save my life, but Firewatch. If you ever seen Firewatch, Firewatch is amazing. People still have theories going around about the true story behind Firewatch. I appreciated Firewatch because it was the first time in a film or well, I'll say in film because it was like a film to me, but in a video game or we'll say in a, where, where a medium released a story, gave the story to you and gave you no conclusions as to who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. So then like when I finished watching them play that game, I kind of said to myself, I was like, yo, the other fucking fire person killed that guy or they were working together or something like there's so many things your brain is working super hard to put all the pieces together and people still find not very recently but like up until like late last year people had still finding things that no one had found in the game that it was a little clue that you didn't have to find to finish the game the game's full of that stuff you know that was a genius game man firewatch if you haven't played firewatch or you haven't gotten it 
Go out and grab Firewatch. Go play it. Very cool game. Definitely worth your time. 100%. Um, and this other game is very much like that. Like, you don't have to play... There's, like, there's a point in time where you choose a path, and the entire game shifts. So, the main character has to choose whether she saves, she goes... Like, her ability is to go back in the past. So, but only when the game dictates. So, she goes back in the past, and she could choose to keep her friend's mother from dying in a car accident, or letting it happen and letting life play out as she knows it. So the guy who I watched play through the game, he chose to stop the car accident because you grow to love the characters and you say, I don't want her to go through that pain. So he stops the car accident, which kills his best friend's mother in the game. And when he goes back to the future, he goes, he goes to his best friend's house to say, to, to see them as a family and he finds that his best friend, because of what happened, because the mother survived and was not killed in the car accident, the daughter got a car, drove, and was paralyzed from the waist down. Hmm. So now she's paralyzed in a bed instead of living the life that he knew her, that she knew her to live in the other future. And so now you can't go back. That decision is made. You're done. You know what I mean? And at the end of every episode, they give you a, a like a like a they have a book like a like a yearbook sort of like a like a a, a, a craft book or whatever that people call it scrapbook uh, sketch a scrapbook and the scrapbook shows you all the possibilities not all the possibilities but all the possibilities you uncovered and it shows you oh there's other things you could have done so you're only left to say should I play this game again from scratch to do make new choices. You know, and I'm sure a lot of people have. I'm sure if I knew the name of the game, I could find it, and people are like, oh, shit, yeah, there's tons of different options, tons of different ways to do this. Well, there's a game called Journey. Journey. Uh, I just put a link in the show notes. Um, it's at the very, very, very bottom. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Okay, good. My computer just... Went crazy. Okay, so. Gone Home. That's a very interesting one that I've heard about. I've seen people play it. That game looks scary, so I stopped watching it. I don't think the game is scary. I think it's just creepy and weird. The Stanley Parable is awesome. That game is awesome. Mm-hmm. If you have not played the Stanley Parable, go fucking check that one out. That game is like an introspective look on the gaming community, and it's so fucking weird. It's awesome. Uh... The Murdered Soul says, I never know. Oh, this is the game where you are a dead detective and you're trying to find the person who killed you. Okay, yeah, and The Walking Dead. So this is one of the ones that's very much like that, where it's like choose your own adventure, sort of. And I guess a lot of people might be too old and too young to know what that is, but it was a book series back when I was a kid where you would, like, read the book and you'd pick a choice and then you'd have to flip to another page to like it's like go to page 38 you go to page 38 and it's like you died you know what i mean or whatever you know mm-hmm. um the walking dead life is strange that's the book that's the one i'm talking about life is strange life is strange yeah that's what i'm talking about life is strange okay let's see here miasmata journey oh life is strange okay yeah so life is strange is really really it's very well it's pretty as hell it's like a beautiful game. You play this girl, but honestly, she's an awesome character. And there's so many, like, every NPC you could stop and talk to. Like, you know, it's like 
there's one particular scene where it was like, we have to get the keys out of this guy's car. And the guy had a dog outside the car. One of the methods you could get the keys was to kill the guy's dog by poisoning it. Okay? If you poisoned his dog, the guy would get sad, and that would change the way he performed the rest of the book, the rest of the movie, the rest of the game. Okay? Or you could let his dog go. You know, and if the dog got hit by a car, again, the same thing would happen, but with different consequences. Or you could just drug the dog and let the dog go to sleep. And then something different would happen. I mean, it was very interesting, man. Hmm. That game's awesome, man. Life is Strange. Go check it out, man. If you're into those type of games, Life is Strange is the one. Nice. Oh, Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Yeah, that's a lot. So this one and Hard Rain. I think Hard Rain is another one that people don't really talk about. It was like one of the first ones. I don't think that was Choose Your Own Adventure, but it was another kind of a very deep story-driven game. Um, a lot of good games like this, and I think this is the future of gaming. You know, I think game. I think people are. So, I think a big company, or actually maybe it takes an indie company to put put behind the energy to put these games out in a good way. But you know, and and give you the good detail. Because life is strange, dude. Oh, there's such good detail in that game. Like, everything counts. Everything matters. Which I love. You know? Like, there's at no point where you feel like I'm playing a game. You feel like you're this girl you're trying to solve her life struggles. And and save her and her friends' lives, ultimately. It's really good. Hmm. Yeah. Well, alright. There you have it, folks. So, we, we what have we given you this week? All kinds of stuff. Alright? Go check out those books James talked about. Go check out all these games. We got new games coming out from E3. We got these games that are already out, like Firewatch, which aren't like your typical game, which is nice. You know, it's nice to see something new and innovative, you know, not just like everything else. Um, I mentioned Alan Wake. It's another good one. It's not new, but it's out there. Check it out. Um, yeah, I like it. What do you guys think? Like I'm it. pretty interested to check out uh, Life is Strange to go look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, actually, all those games mentioned in that little article there look uh, look pretty interesting. So. Yeah. I think the Walking Dead game is still going on. Mm-hmm. I think that one. I think I ha- I might have some of that on my computer actually. Yeah. Yeah. That one's a it's a very big. Or game. in my you know in my Steam account whatever. But. Yeah. Yep. Um. Okay. Well, unless you guys have anything else, uh, I think I think that'll about do it. Okay. All right, guys. Well, any uh, final thoughts? Any closing remarks? As always, thanks for listening. Check us out on any social media portal you feel uh, uh, is best. Oh, you know, there is one thing I did want to mention. I realize the podcast is going to be like five hours now, but um, <laughs> Apple is having their Worldwide Developers Conference this week. God damn it. And I just wanted to mention, they they have mentioned a few things. Now, they didn't announce any new hardware, which is nice, you know, good, fine. Um, they're announcing that, they announced, you know, we're going to have updates for all their OSs and stuff, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. New new updates, bigger, shiny, better, faster, stronger, all that. The one thing that I did want to talk about, though, that they are doing, which I think is probably 
which they only kind of glossed over during their actual keynote, is they're going to release a new file system. So just like on Windows, we have NTFS or FAT32, you know, in Linux, you have EXT3, EXT4, XFS, whatever. So Apple has been using one called HFS or, well, it's called HFS Plus, but it's been around forever, just like NTFS has been around forever. Um, they've been using it basically since the late 90s, okay? Like even before OS X was a thing. And so they've been adding features to it, adding features to it, but, you know, it's not really meant for all this stuff. So they they finally decided, you know what, it's time for a new a new file system. And the file system, there it's just called the Apple file system. That's what they're going to call it. And now one thing though, it's, it's, um, it has a lot of advanced features that a lot of modern file systems have. Um, I'm not going to get into all of them cause I'll be honest, I don't really understand much of them myself, but if you guys have ever know or have heard of what ZFS is, which was made by sun, um, it has a lot of the same features that ZFS has. So a lot of the same kind of redundancy, snapshot, blah, blah, all kinds of stuff that ZFS can do. It has a lot of that stuff built in, which is nice. Um, the other thing, the other big part of it that it's going to have, it's going to have encryption built in, which is nice. Now, you could run it with encryption off if you wanted to, but it's very easy to turn it on. So uh, this is basically another way for them to... You know, we were talking earlier this year about the whole encryption thing with the Apple's iPhone and all this stuff. So this is them still going in the direction of more secure devices, which is something I like. Um, so they can dig up Steve Jobs' body, fucking scoop his bone marrow out, and try to make a clone thing, get him some new ideas. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's all I wanted to say. Uh now, obviously, none of this stuff is available yet. It's supposed to all be available this fall, you know, when they release the new OS and everything. So, oh, and the other thing, they're they're renaming the main operating system. It's not going to be called OS X anymore. It's going to be called Mac OS. What? Yeah, which is the old name of it, the old, old name. Oy so, But this frees them up. They don't have to use version 10 now anymore. You know, they can call it anything they want. Version 11, version 12, version Johnson, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. So, version 1? Mm-hmm. Mac OS 10, version 1. It's like, ugh, come on, man. Yeah. It's like it's like Microsoft. They're just like 7, because fuck you, that's why. You know, mm-hmm. or, <laughs> or, you know, 10, because fuck you, that's why. You know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like we got 7, then we got 8, then we got 10. Eh, you know? So whatever, you know? So Apple will probably do the same thing. The new one is going to be called is the the code name is Sierra. Okay. So just like we've had Yosemite and you know all this other stuff, this one's going to be called Sierra. Um, that's it. That's all I wanted to mention. So look forward to that. That'll be fun. Um. So yeah. So like Evan said, thank you very much for joining us. Um, you'll be able to find this all the usual spots, our Facebook posts. Our website, iopanelpodcast.com or just iopanel.tech. Um, you can send us an email. That's feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, where our handle is just iopanelpodcast. And I think that's about it. 
what do you guys think? Yeah. Um, check out audibletrial.com forward slash IO panel for your uh, one month free trial and free book. I like it. Yeah. Perfect. All right, guys. Well, thanks again. You guys have a good one. It's been real. Thank you.